Part 3. An Urgent Summons. Okay. Okay? DM discretion. Will you allow oh. me to take... One second, chat. Sorry. No, you're I good. Can't. Hi! Welcome to Diefall Alderheart. We're going to talk about feats for a real hot second. Lucky's We're... picking a feat. What's I up? I pick a feat! Um, yeah. I'm, I'm considering Inspiring Leader. Requires okay. a 13 or higher in charisma. He's got 14. Okay. Essentially, it's just um, giving everybody a higher hit point basis, temporary hit points. Um, sure. And they can't regain any other temporary hit points this way until short or long rest, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, I was trying to speed read, which I'm not good at. So this one will... Uh, we have heroism. Someone has heroism. Yeah. Um. So this will... Re go over that if it's higher. It's, yes. The heroism's one direct target. This okay. is up to six friendly creatures, friendly creatures within 30, 30 feet. feet away. So even if they heroism trumps it, the other people... level from charisma. Yeah. So it's like six total, I guess? Is that right? It would be, yeah, your level plus your charisma modifier. So yes. Okay. So it takes 10 minutes to do it. Yeah, sure. If you want it, go for it. I don't see And I, more than anything, I was like roleplay wise, like... Lucky's been kind Lucky's of gonna be inspiring being this leader now, and so he's like, okay, like, I'm gonna inspire everybody. <laughs> I like well, it. I, it. Yeah, He'd probably say something really ridiculous and then be like, oh, okay. and that inspired you. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and I mean, it feels very similar to Pez's thing when they're like, you can, you can do a really good job yeah. with this thing, and. Go for it! <laughs> Just like, right, and you're inspired! <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah. Cool. So fun. yeah, absolutely. That works. So welcome everyone to uh, Diefall Alderheart episode 13. Lucky number 13, I believe. I'm actually checking now because I this is the thing I, I forgot so. to do. And then also I forgot to hit the freaking tweet button. There it goes! It's live now! So, whoops. But, Send yeah. tweet. <clears throat> Mm, I'm gonna copy that link and drop it right here. Hey, you guys should like and retweet that and follow the Twitter because it's cool and tells you things. Anyways, um, <clears throat> we're all in. Uh, of uh, I, I believe everyone's been quarantined. Yep. I, I at, because this does go up on YouTube. Apparently, we're not allowed to say the words. Uh, but I don't monetize, so everyone stay safe out there and wash your hands. Stay isolated. Wait, 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 why can't you say the name? So on YouTube, it's you can't say the name of the topic. virus. So they demonetize every video that mentions it. Yep. This is why we have a problem. <laughs> Even though it's a pandemic and affects everyone. So some people have come up with creative ways to discuss it. Um, At least this, you know, creates creativity. <laughs> So, but that's the thing is like, I don't monetize, so we're good. We can say whatever. Um, so everyone just be safe, you know, wash your hands, stay inside. Don't put people at risk that you don't need to put at risk, including yourself. Uh, and if any of you are out there doing the, the necessary things, nurses, doctors, uh, otherwise grocery store people, people that just have to be out. Good luck. And thank you. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Um, 
So we were we missed last week, which is which is good and bad. Uh, good because we all get some some well needed rest. Bad because I don't really remember what happened last time. So recaps gonna be really really fun. But otherwise, some things happened in the last week uh, that we should go around and talk about because I'm the only one not participating in this. Uh, we did say the last episode that we had was what are you most looking forward to in Animal Crossing? This week we're gonna say <clears throat> Malaveth. What is your favorite thing so far in Animal Crossing? The friends we make along the way. Okay, yeah, that's like adventuring in a nutshell too, but uh, do you have yep. a favorite friend? Do you have a I best like, friend? I like when people give me things. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know, best friend, I got a new one today. His name is Zucker and he's a little octopus and he's like takoyaki themed and he's got a little bamboo straw in his head. And that is super cute. A little bamboo straw? Yeah. Wait, so do you like, what is it for? And is he like a snork? Did it, does anyone remember the show Snorks was popular when the Smurfs were popular? They had an underwater version of the Smurfs called the Snorks. No, no one? Okay, wow, all right, uh, I'm dating myself yes. here. <laughs> okay, I got one, I, I got didn't one. I know what they were called. Oh, wait. I thought <laughs> I made them up. Nope, that's the snorks. Oh my They're God. real. Uh, okay, but for real, I think I'm older than all of y'all. I just didn't watch this. Okay. So. Uh, Smurfs was better. Uh, snorks was. Uh, I was a Sesame, boot, bootleg Sesame underwater. Yeah, I was also Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like Sesame Street or Riot. <laughs> um, so the friends you make along the way, Malaveth, and cute little octopus guy. That's the. That does sound really adorable. I'm kind of curious why he has a, a straw in his head, because it sounds dangerous, and uh, what is it that's, for? That's how you eat the takiyaki balls. You you pin them. It's like a little... Oh. With a little... Okay. Okay, okay. He's a, he's a survivor. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's a surviving takiyaki ball. Okay. <laughs> no. Wow. <clears throat> we adopted him. We adopted. That's really cute. Okay. Rob, what has been your favorite thing in Animal Crossing so far? That's really hard. You um, can only pick one. <laughs> so, it's going to be really, uh, it's really, really weird, but I love all of the little animations that every character does. Like, I feel like they paid extra attention to the cute shit in this game. Like, You'll go into the into the residence center and like Tom Nook and Isabel will be doing like calisthenics randomly like during the day to keep themselves <laughs> like in shape and everything or like she'll be spritzing her flower on her desk or like he's napping at his desk randomly. Like it's just the little like the little yeah. things that they do in this game. Like my favorite resident Raymond, who I call business cat because it's literally a cat with glasses and a vest. Um, mm. I actually had to look up his name before the stream because I didn't know it. It's just, he's business cat. Uh, he walks around with a sandwich a lot. Like he's just always just chilling with a sandwich. And I'm like, I love this. Like I love little, like one of them tried to catch a bug and missed and they had like the little like sad thing for a second. Like, oh man. Like it's just the little, the little things they put in this game, I think are really, really charming. Well, good. I yeah. like that, Rob. That's nice. It feels it feels real. It, yeah, you know, as real as cartoon animals in a in an island town sure. can be, with sure. with no interest on your loan. We all know that's not real. 
<clears throat> May? Yes? What is your favorite thing about Animal Crossing? Hmm. I, I know. Like, I like decorating. Decorating. But, but yeah, because you can like decorate your house and stuff like that. So like I've just been dumping my money to upgrade my house so I have more rooms to decorate. Though I haven't been getting a whole lot of great furniture, so it's a lot of pretty mishmash. <laughs> I my Twitter feed's been absolutely full of people like doing the wallpaper customs or whatever. And like one I saw today was just, I don't, probably one of you guys retweeted it, was just like an anime wallpaper. And so it was just like books. It was just anime books all on the walls. It's like, wow, this is actually, a lot of it gets really detailed. Like some of the pads and stuff are really detailed. Mm -hmm. And then I know Malaveth, I've seen you like do posts for like the hats and stuff and you're, yeah. I just, turnip. turnip hat, yes. And there's, there's, I didn't realize like there was that much customization within your, just your, yeah. just clothing and, and stuff. That's really awesome. Very cool. <clears throat> and last and certainly not least, Miss Simply Jackson. Hi. What's your favorite thing about Animal Crossing? Well, I, I, if it had been two days ago, I would have said fishing and popping balloons in my village, but now I'm <laughs> sure. fucking plagued mm -hmm. by eggs. What um, are the eggs? We're not going to talk about it. The eggs are un, un, unspeakable at the moment. This is a happy place and those eggs are not here. They're for um, funny day. They're just don't just the happiness that I do have, which is actually a funny moment. Um, my like fourth villager came in. It was Broccolo, a little blue mouse. Um, he's so cute. Um, and the first day we were friends where we could give each other things. I gave him something and it was really great. And he came over to me later and I was just fishing and he just strolls up with his little tiny short legs and he's like, oh my god, simply, they call me Giga Jolt now because that's one character named me Giga Jolt and now the other characters have adapted to name me Giga Jolt. So he ran up and he's like, oh, Giga Jolt, I have something for you. And I was like, oh, he's like, I'm so glad we're just such good friends now. And I was like, oh my god, me, a gift? Oh, you're so cute. And he hands me a gift and I open it as his smug little ass runs away and it's a gravesite. <laughs> he gave me a grave. What? Tortimer, no. Yeah, I tweeted it out and I'm just like, I don't know if I should get rid of this guy or not. I think this is a threat that if I ever try to, what's going to happen at night? Like, he's he's like this big. Like, my character is like this big. And this is like this little tiny mouse who's just like, <laughs> like. <laughs> He's he's just he wants you to try him. I think that's what it, he's like. This is this is this is like you try me. I'm putting you in the grave. I just gifted you. I'm prepped. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're ready to go. Mm -hmm. Wow, he's that so is. Dark. I was like, wow. And then like the next day, I got a skeleton. I was just like, what? Maybe what he's <laughs> trying to really prepare you for Halloween very early. I ended up seeing on Twitter other people are not big Broccolo fans because apparently okay. all he talks about is food and being alone and sleeping and enjoying being alone and like oh. he like admitted I, I mean, think to somebody that essentially he's like psychotic and it's just like like there was like a whole thread somebody was like a whole thread like I'm trying to get rid of this mouse and I can't and it's like are, all these screenshots and of he's Broccolo. handing you graves and <laughs> skeletons and stuff. dude and this is not okay if you google him he's so cute he's like this tiny little mouse with these big old ears he's like i gifted him a western style outfit with a little cowboy hat and he's like running around wearing it it's really cute but like 
I must do everything wow. he asks me to do, like or else. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna. The villain, but I, 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 I think he's done. All, he's done all this, and it's like you're gonna be part of some mouse mafia somewhere, and he's gonna ask you to like. He's gonna say, "Take this tarp, put it in your trunk, and you gotta go throw this in the river somewhere." Mm -hmm. And you just you don't ask questions. It's like or else. Yeah, he also, else. he doesn't get along with my other villagers well. He's the one that you'll see, like, miffed walking around. You have to go talk to him, and he's like, well, Ibble said that I ate too much. And you have to, like, talk him to calm him down oh, as, like, a favor. So yeah. He's <laughs> just pretty aggressive. I think wow. His, his passive aggression is getting to everybody on the island right now. <laughs> so. Holy moly. He okay. Might be our, he might be our weakest link. Our vote off. Our, we'll put up the torches for him. And just send him off. <laughs> Throw him in the ocean. <laughs> right. I feel like I lucked out with all my villagers because, like, I'm hearing all these horror stories, and I'm like, I love everybody in my town. <laughs> Everyone's so wow. nice. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, quick side note for anybody who uh, hasn't seen on Twitter. If you have anybody on your island who's a pop star who sings in, like, the town center or on the beach, take a portable radio and pick a song and then go put it next to them and they will sing along with the songs. No. I need to go do I that. I was hoping so Renee I got would do it, but I didn't have, she wasn't interacting with my radio for whatever reason. Yeah, you gotta get close enough to them. So if it's in town center, it's a little oh, weird unless they're towards shit. the front, but on the beach or something, if you bring a, like a radio. I with, love and it. And go write that down. I left, so the, I left the game on <laughs> and I was on the title screen and it was following, the camera was following her and like I was walking around the living room and I just hear like a little animal yeah. singing and I was like, what is this? <laughs> I had no it's idea. So cute. It I've, I've, I've got one that sings to my flowers every night. Aww. Oh my God, I love it. That is adorable. Oh my <laughs> so God. Cute. Well, while you guys were playing Animal Crossing, he was studying I the blade. Was studying the shotgun in Doom Eternal, and nice. uh, it is incredibly difficult and hyper stressful. And more than once, I was like, "Wow, I really should have just picked up Animal Crossing and played that instead." And uh, now I'm on the last level, and I'm afraid of going back to the game. So I picked up Bannerlord and played that for eight hours yesterday and uh, started a, my own little, you know, my bandit tribe and we're taking people down. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, maybe eventually I'll finish it. But Animal Crossing sounds so nice. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm becoming, I like it more because I see it more on my Twitter feed. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea any of this was a thing. And then like when the people first found the tarantulas or whatever, and like all of those clips that came out, I was like, this is hilarious. Wow. But yeah, so now, but now I feel like I missed a boat. I missed, it's just, it's way over ain't, there. Ain't sailing too late, away. my guy. Ain't too late. Sailing away. Yeah, but the thing about Animal Crossing, it does it's sound real nice. time, baby. You could join right now. It's real April. time. Be April, man. So, all right. So what's, what's people's opinions? Cause I, I've, What's people's opinions on the whole time traveling thing? I hate heard it. there's some controversy I've, over this. I think it's garbage. I've uh, done it. I only go like a day ahead and then I'll do a day and then I'll do a day ahead and then I jump back, resync, and then I've only gotten like a couple days ahead just because like I'm impatient. Like, yeah, when I play games, I play like 12, 15 hours. That's the argument I've seen is that when people want to grind it, like they'll, they'll do that, but I don't know. Yeah. I just. I don't like when people min-max a game that's not meant to be min-max. That's just I'm not min-maxing. No, like... no, I'm not saying you. I'm saying the no. people that are like like some people already are just... in December yeah. have completed everything. Oh no, see, like, like I'm I'm I keep jumping back. Me. 
the only thing like I don't have patience for is like I don't want to wait a whole day for that bridge to be built. Yep. Like, just come on, that's, snap, that's, snap, snap. That's my one that's thing it. that I'd be like, yeah. It's like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I have one friend who's done like the full year, like the full time, but the problem is wow. they are um they're seasonal workers. So <laughs> until oh, okay. Until this Friday, he had, he had all the availability in the world to play any game. But starting this Friday, he's like 12 hour shifts every day for work. Yeah. So he was like, I, I wanted, he's like, I know after the two weeks of me doing my shifts, I won't have interest and I'll be exhausted. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to like grind the game to the end now. But he himself was like, I don't condone like time travel as long as you can like experience the game at your own like time basis, you know? Hmm. So I think my, my biggest issue would be like, I'd be playing from seven or like eight to 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. That's my only slot. That's it. That's yeah. all that would happen. Is like, and I know I'd be missing stuff. That, and it's that's just the like big. That's yeah. a big argument against the the like real time real time thing. Yeah. Because well, I, when I was on the yeah. GameCube, people would just like the townsfolk would be like, "Where have you been all day?" And I'm like, "At school. What do you want?" <laughs> yeah, I'm me? like, "I'm 12." <laughs> like, fuck, man. But they, I feel like they've done a decent job, like not doing as much of that like there's less like it's more quality of life changes for that mm. yeah there's less like from this time to this time this event is happening because it used to be oh if you were in the park at like 6 a.m there's a calisthenics thing and it's like oh that's cute but it's also 6 a.m 6 a.m yeah <laughs> so i was at yeah. 6 a.m okay well, like, I, also, yeah. <laughs> I also know like people will just you know not sync their time but just shift it by like six or 12 hours right so i ended up doing that so that i wasn't coming home and it'd be nighttime all the yeah. time my brother my gamecube mm. was always set a few hours back my brother and i would do that oh interesting i guess you could do that i didn't so it's just linked to the actual time on your switch so you yeah. can just change it yeah. oh yeah you just off sync it like i used to do to it for new year's too so that i wasn't on my ds while everybody else was saying happy new year and kissing there's good good plan good plan <laughs> smart move big brains it's like new big year's brains 11 p.m on my wow DS. oh my god that's great well cool i'm glad you guys are enjoying the game i hope it continues to bring you joy um do you guys want to play some dungeons and dragons with woodland forest creatures and hopefully i'm pretty sure we actually go on adventures today um we've done a lot of city stuff i think i think it's about time we go on some adventuring but before we do that i'm going to need you guys to roll me a d20 to see who gets to recap this from two weeks ago so we're all bunched. Ooh, here we go. 19. So that puts Eli. Eli, you are our recap boy for today, sir. Bring so it close. home. So close to being me again. I know, again. I, know. <laughs> I did initially think it was you when I read the 12 first. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so Eli, what happened last time? I'm blending a couple different episodes here, but was it all? It's okay. Full recap's good. Let's do the... it. Okay. So. There's a lot of... Yeah, I was going to say Rome wasn't built in a day. Humblewood Rome wasn't built in a day. Whatever the equivalent of Rome is here. Uh, there's a lot of injustice in the city. I won't, I won't sugarcoat it. However... I really think the group and I have changed hearts and minds here in 
Alderheart. While I was helping out the needy, the refugees, the poor, the hungry at the temple, well, Eliza and Lucky and Pez and Dagonet, was Dagonet there? Not for all of it. Not for all of it, okay. They were making sure that folk didn't go hungry in the street another way. And got a little, uh, well, let's say they bent the rules a little bit. But hey, when did uh, our our Lord of Community Gaspard not do the same? Real heroes of the people, my friends. We all did our part to make sure that we helped as many refugees as we could. Dagonet even was able to convince the innkeeper to give us give our rooms to some needy folks and well before we knew it it was time for the trial of Benna Saradin now Benna was going to face the axe things didn't look good however we got her washed we got her dressed got her prepped and ready and we earned her trust and we spoke on behalf of her in front of the High Council and the upper echelon of Alderheart. Now, there were people that didn't take kindly to her being there. I mean, she is a criminal. A pretty big one at that. However, all four of us, in very impassioned and heartfelt and damn fine speeches, were able to convince the Council to not only let Benesaradin free, but to work directly with the Bandit Coalition to fight the oncoming fires and the creatures that it brings with them. Well, it was a sight to see. And now, well, I guess we'll just have to find out what happens next. I think I... I think I did it. You got it. You absolutely did. Uh, the Bandit Coalition has been renamed those that decided to stay with the New World Order as it is. Uh, the Wildwood Brigade. Um, so that is, uh, that's the, the new, the new, the new, the new thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we, we kind of hit a time skip at the end of the last session. Uh, a pretty minor one, about two weeks, where our heroes did uh, accomplish a couple of different things. Um, some did some training, some fed the needy, some set up uh, food recycling uh, systems, which was pretty good. And some uh, spread the renown of the group and the heroes of Alderheart um, and made a little bit of coin on the way. Now, uh, I, I don't know if we addressed this last time. You guys had given up your rooms. Were you all just staying in the one room then? Because there's been some overcrowding in Alderheart, so everyone kind of agreed that they were staying at the, the one spot. At the uh, at the the half full cup, yeah. Eli, were you staying with them as well, or were you staying more at the temple? Uh, after the trial, probably with the group again. But mm -hmm. I mean, getting up early to do what I can at sure. the at the temple, I think. Yeah. Um. One of the days within the the two weeks, um, Benesaridan, now a newly freed woman, uh, finds you at the half full cup one morning. And she approaches you as you guys are having a uh, a breakfast and some drink, kind of in a, in a crowded 
uh, area. It, the, it seems that the half full cup, the innkeeper, has finally relented and is allowing more and more refugees to take shelter within his halls. Um, but Benesaradin comes up to you, and she's fully armed and armored. And she has a pack on her back, and she looks to be setting out. She approaches you and she says, Ah, um, good morning, heroes. I, um, I just, I wanted to come speak with you for a moment before I uh, head back to, um, well, the, the Wildwood Fortress, as it's called now. Um, thank you for all of your help. You really spoke well on my behalf, considering all of the things that I had done. I appreciate that, and, um, well, she unbuckles the sword at her side, and I think she would hand it to, to Eli, whoever's probably closest to her, but she hands it over to, to Eli, and she says, uh, this is for you. I think most of my days of, of fighting are, are over with, and I have a community to look after, and, well, this is really just to say uh, thank you. She hands you this. I'll pull it up on the on the map here. This is called the Blade of the Wood. And so she has this fine blade that she hands you. Uh, the pommel looks a little bit like a strig. Um, it's a finely crafted sword with delicate etchings, and it resonates as it's drawn. It has this, like, faint hum uh, and it feels like the, the lifeblood of the wood when you grasp its handle. Uh, there are some specifics in there. And because this is a two-week time span, whoever decides that they're going to use this sword, I'll just go ahead and say what, the, the, what happens. It's a plus one uh, magical sword. Um, but the sword has two charges. You can speak the command word, and whenever, whoever attunes to it can decide what the command word is, to cast Spike Growth, the spell, at a DC 16 centered on yourself. And you can pass through this terrain unaffected. And you regain one of those charges at dawn. If I remember correctly, Spike Growth has it, uh, a difficult terrain spell with the potential for doing damage when you pass through it. Um, so pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. So she hands you this blade and um, she backs away somewhat sheepless, sheepishly, which is a weird look for, for Ben Aceridan. I'm not usually one to ask for so much help, so... Um, Thank you again. I'll be heading with, uh, well, some of the Perch Guard, actually, to to the Stronghold to let my people know, well, who who they work for now, in one way or another. Um, I, I hope you'll be around to ensure that the Council does put a humble folk in their ranks, uh, and hopefully you can help guide them. I know these are stressful times, and we need all, well, all the level-headedness that we can get. That's very kind, Ben. I just, uh, you'll, you'll be armed on the road and protected. I wouldn't want you to. Oh yes, of, of course. And she like gestures to the other sword at her hip, and she's got like a spear strapped on her back. She's like, "We'll be fine." And plus, I'm, I'm, I am traveling with the perch god, and well, for all their bluster, they are quite effective yeah. well thank you 
we'll uh we'll make good use of it. Yeah. And she uh she kind of gives like a half bow and she leaves the the half full cup to head back to the now Wildwood fortress to take care of her people that she has there and let the bandit coalitions know that if they are to remain under her command, they are now part of this brigade. Um as the week drags on into the second, you guys see more and more humble folk in Alderheart wearing the new colors of the Wildwood Brigade. This brigade is adept at moving around in the forest undergrowth. Some of the former bandits have made their way to Alderheart and know some of the secret pathways to take care of the fires in some of the further reaching towns and are getting there more swiftly than the Perch Guard can even through the trees. It's effective, and the training is going well. Alderheart seems to be somewhat stabilizing, and especially with your efforts in creating new homes and feeding all of these people. Alderheart has hit somewhat of a stability, though the people do seem to continue pouring in. It's at a more of a trickle than the waterfall it was the week before. One of the days that... Um, you guys are out within the, the city. You see a frail young Puddin Gallus standing on a crate in the market square. Uh, he's trying to catch the attention of passing crowd. The fires are spreading more and more each day. Uh, we need help to, to, to quell the blaze. Please join with the tenders. Heal our wood. And as he speaks, a shy-looking Sable Luma kind of stands awkwardly to the side. No one seems to be taking much interest in the Gallus' speech. Some are kind of shaking their heads at them, but most seem to just be walking by. And kind of looks a little bit defeated with themselves. Both of them are wearing uh, green robes, which for those of you guys um, maybe don't know, it's the, the robes of the tenders. Tenders are... Uh, they're somewhat like the Druidic people of, of Alderheart and the Humble Wood, and they tend to the Grove, as it were. Um, the, most of the time, they go to the, the Scorched Grove and try to either keep the Scorched Grove from encroaching more on the wood itself, or trying to heal the land that's that's there. Um, so this this one here is apparently calling for help here out with the the people. And I, any of you guys can be there. This is just within the two weeks that you're there. This is what they look like. They're real cute. Yeah, little birds. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you guys. I'm getting kind of bored. It's been... When's the last time we were in the wood doing stuff? Yeah, what? I suppose we have been in the city for a while. I'm sorry, Dagonet, you were going to say something. Oh, it is, uh, it is okay. It's, uh, it's a fleeting memory. I have no idea what I was going to say. It's my uh, older gentleman uh, mind, you know. It's, uh, it's very fleeting. Like these young bird's wings. But yes, uh, I suppose, uh, you know, as uh, heroes of all the hearts, uh, we were meant to uh, deal with the, the fires, and uh, they're talking about uh, the fires over there. 
suppose these folks are a lot better off than when we found the city. Uh, Want to see what they're uh, what they need? I think this is the only thing that uh, we can do. You know, uh, we're not really city folk uh, except for maybe Pez, but uh, we could at least look into it. If if you don't mind that uh, we take away from uh, you being a uh, hop, being a what? The, yeah. the, sh- yeah. the hop, the, the shiny. Oh being, my! The, the symphony. Yeah, being a pop. Yeah, the the symphony. Well, mostly I just wanted to get it to show that one butthead that I could get it, and now I got it, and he's still I mean, probably a butthead, but. They did say that the uh, hop is almost as though you are a representative of all the hot around, you know, the uh, wood. So, I mean, you can you can wear that. Uh, I'm just going to go ask. And he, like, walks off to go. <laughs> just eager to get out of town. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, so you're going to go walk up to this this gallus on the, on the crate yeah, in the so market square? Whatever yeah. one's the shorter one. The short, yeah, the shorter one. No, yeah, he's he's the one on the crate. Yeah, and he's kind of like he's he's gotten down and he's like he's talking to his friend kind of animatedly. And as as you as you walk up, you can kind of hear he's like, "No, Havel, no, you wouldn't be saying such things if you had actually been there. It, it was terrible." Uh, you're talking about the fire, sir. Uh, oh, uh, hello. And he kind of like readjusts his robes and. The other one puts a hand on him. Tava, calm down, please. Uh, hi, yes, uh, hello. Yes, Tava, um, we are tenders. Uh, Tava has come from the Scorched Grove. Uh, uh, apparently, he's uh, had quite a scare there, uh, and and we are trying to get audience with the, the council. These are my uh, my pals. We're an adventuring group. We've done work for the council here in Alderhaar before, and we've had immediate, immediate eyes on fire around here. And we understand the problem. So hey, um, the he takes a closer look at you. The armor, the bow, Jabin with the belt buck. You're one of the heroes. Is that right? I mean, yes. I mean, clearly. Yeah, this is Pez. She's been writing songs about it. I had a friend in the caravan attack last month, and and they survived thanks to you. Oh, nice, nice. I mean, I got a, I got a eagle eye, not an eagle, but Jerby and I, you know. But yeah. Oh, to be an adventurer, I, you know, as as tenders, we just you know pray over the the trees and the brushes and try to keep the fires away. But the adventures you must have had. Oh, the songs I mean, though. Have you heard the songs? I'm gonna be honest with you, right now, Tendon Fires is a pretty big adventure on its own, frankly. Uh, they're just getting bigger from what we've heard. Yes, yes! The other one jumps in. Yes, they are getting bigger, and there's there's creatures inside of them, and and they're coming out more and more, and, and one of them took one of my friends! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we have, uh, we actually were a part of a, a fortress not too long ago that had a bunch of orphans and families that had been taken as refugees, and now we got refugees here in Alderheart, but, like... Anyways, uh, this is Eli, and this is Pez, uh, oh. and this is Dagonet, and I'm Lucky. Oh, all, all of the... Mm-hmm. My. Uh, 
Yeah, real quick. I'm sorry, just real quick. You said it took your friend, like. Yes, what? the monsters, they're there and and wait, wait, wait. there's just monsters. I thought you meant took. I didn't want to bring it up. I thought you meant it said took. You meant like you know recipes. You know took. Well, he's, like, well they're probably dead. I mean, they're probably they're probably dead. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. They're probably now, dead. Now, uh, hold up there. You don't know for sure. When we talk about monsters, my friend, are we talking about the fire creatures? Uh, I, I can't, I can't say anything more. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. The, the council already doesn't like me out here. I can't say anything more. I can't. And Havel's oh. like, Tever, it's okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I know you, you're in high standing here in Alderhart, but the council has made direct requests for us to not talk too much about what's actually happening within the Scorched Grove. Well, uh... I can understand them not uh, wanting you to shout us out in the in the square, but uh, telling us uh, whose job is to go out and uh, deal with the uh, issue, telling us is uh, different than uh, going against uh, council wishes. We've seen fire people. We have, uh, yes, uh, Pez is correct. Uh, we have uh, dealt with uh, standing. Creatures oh. of fire and the uh, uh, I mean, bats what, that uh, were on fire as well. Why don't we, like, you know, buy a drink at the uh, inn we're staying at and we can all talk about it instead of out here on the street. Maybe the drink will calm you down, too. Have I heard about espresso? Not that kind of drink. <laughs> ha Havel puts his hands up. I, I, I appreciate the offer. I truly do. Um, I... How about this? How much pull do you have with the council? I think it's safe to say, pretty, pretty decent poll. I mean, we're pretty much the council now. You know? Wait, uh, like, really? Well, like, I, like a shadow government? No, you know, not, not quite. Doing, doing good that. for the people, doing favors, you know. More that, not, not the shadow government kind. No, 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 no. We work with them. Mm. Yeah, we're pretty much the council. We do the, we do the dirty work, right now. Interesting. With no pay. We, we, well, we are the ones that, uh, you know, uh, brought together the humble work folk and the bird folk. Uh, you know, we were the, the people in the trial, uh, you know. So, you know, if we can convince the, the council to, you know, join uh, forces uh, with, uh, with the rest, I, I think we have a, a good enough sway, I, I think. Hmm. Can How about I, this? If yes. No, I was going. Can I ask you a question, though? Yes, of course. I know you said from me. Well, do you think your information is impertinent to why the fires are happening? Oh, I I wasn't there. I honestly, and he leans in closer. I think Teva's having a bit of a breakdown, and may have been seeing things. Stuff happens there, but yeah, I mean, the stories he's telling, just, I just try to keep him out of trouble. And Deborah's body's no, it, you wouldn't be saying those things if, if you were, if you were there, if you were there. So, uh, uh, Teva, uh, okay. Wait, I, I really don't want to get us more into trouble. The tenders have a hard enough time as it is. You can see the people, they don't even like us. Oh, the, I wouldn't uh, worry. The... 
we are more inclined to to listen uh, to him. We have seen things that people would not believe existed either. So uh, if you were to tell anyone, you, we would be the only ones that uh, would give any of this credit. They, I wouldn't pay too much mind to the people in the street right now. They've been experiencing and going through a lot. So I imagine shouting about your effort of the fires or what's happening in the Scorch Grove is probably adding on to the stress right now. So you might not make many friends. But now we're here. We heard you. So interested party is listening. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not my story to tell, truth be told. It's, it's Teva's, but... You kind of like see Tever in the corner. She's like, it's awful. I... And I was like, and I don't want to get the boy in trouble. Get us an audience with the council and get their blessing, maybe? I really don't want to bring more trouble on us as it is. If uh, if you uh, wish uh, you want something in the writing from council, then uh, that, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, where should we... Uh, Find you. Oh, um, I think we're st where are we staying? Teva, where are we staying? Was I hadn't thought that far ahead. I haven't really gotten that far ahead. We've just gotten here, and I just needed to tell the people. And well, if I... uh, if uh, we are to head out, uh, then uh, our room is uh, open. If you're to head out, then are you are you leaving town? Well, if uh, you uh, want us, if uh, we get uh, you know news from the uh, permission from the the council, and you know, oh, Teva, uh, you know, ex explains what we oh, that would be... need to know, then we would not be uh, using our room, and we'd have you know past history that our room is covered and left, so uh, it would be available. Well, that's mighty kind of you. Um, yes, sure. Oh, okay. Uh, let's, let's, I mean, I, I guess, well, uh, we'll be, uh, over, we'll be down there at that inn, and you can, you can let us know? Right. And, um, and he, he points down the road, and it's, it's called the Tin Cup, and it's just got, like, a little cup. And little tin on the sign, and it's kind of dented-ish. Yeah, it's an okay aesthetic. Uh, so, well, we'll be down there, and I'll be trying to calm Teva's nerves with something. Uh, and, and you can let us know then. Uh, perhaps some uh, the, if they have some uh, chamomile tea. Uh, you know. Oh uh, yeah, Teva, you love chamomile tea, don't you? I, 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 I. Yes, yes, I do. I uh, yes. Ooh, that does sound good. Uh, yes! To the tin cup, then. <laughs> uh, we'll be seeing you soon, heroes. <laughs> uh, okay. But of course, yes. Okay, he, like, smooths his robes out. He's like, okay. And I was like, that's good. Now, come along. And he, over his shoulder as they walk, he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you think that guy'd see some stuff, huh? Uh, I think he's uh, been a bit uh, traumatized uh, by the events. Uh, you know, probably much like uh, Ben Asseridan, except uh, he went a different direction with it. 
seems fun. Uh, I'm I'm sure once he has his tea and is in a more comfortable place around friends and good company, uh, should ease his nerves. I hope. What is more uh, interesting is that uh, how they said that the council does not want them talking about what is going on in the Scorched Grove, meaning they know something. If those are the two contacts the council have seen about something, blood folk or not, that guy is... That's why I was worried with him being like, can you get us an audience to the council? I was like, ooh. I mean... You think he can chamomile tea himself down a little bit enough the way he can talk to them and they're not gonna, you know, kick him out? Or it take a couple of uh, days. Might need something a little stronger than a uh, tea, but uh... I mean, I wonder if we need to like, uh, you know, how do I say, uh, transcribe the story for him? Like, talk to the council, let them know that they'll listen, but like, uh, I mean, you know, Pez is a good storyteller. I have Pez like re-describe what this guy's talking about because I, I have a feeling, I mean, that, you know Well, at least we can uh, get a couple words out before he collapses again, I don't know If he describes anything like what we have already seen that at least, you know, we can back it up Right? Yeah Except, I mean, we haven't been to the Scorch Grove, so I don't We saw well, some monsters, we but We saw stuff on the way that is far out of the grove Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like anybody's into the fire bad idea been trying to ask around, ain't nobody. I want to know what he meant by fire people taking people. Where'd they taking them? Is there like a fire party? Maybe they're they're hosting an event. I think it's more akin to uh, those little gremlin looking things that we saw, but yeah, maybe like the, a more the one that you, you you dug the hole in the one that uh, fell in the hole. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Why would they take a, a, a folk, though? For what? I mean, For friends? Maybe they're lonely? I don't think it's friends, but we could certainly find out by investigating it. I mean, they weren't very friendly to us. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're nice. Maybe they just have to be made out of fire. It's not their fault. You remember when they attacked us, Pez? Maybe Have you not had your espressos yet? I'm very tired. It was pretty scary. You know? Honestly, it was a blur. After most fights, I completely forget what happens. I just kind of blank it all out. How you write your legends, then? Your songs, you uh, know? It's feelings. Mostly. Maybe I remember the details. Too. What you've got written down to my story at some point. I mean, maybe we'll it's out some details in our own time sometime, you know? Because I'm worried now that you might miss them. If you, if you have any yeah. edits, please let me know. Yeah, we'll talk about it sometime. I don't know if the, I still don't know if the council's gonna listen to this guy, yo. I mean, clearly they don't want to already. Yeah, but uh, we have quite a lot of experience with the council not really wanting to listen to anyone at all, so that doesn't really say much for him. I just think it's very odd that the council is in in the business of silent 
silencing folks like this. I mean, I understand not wanting the, the folk here to get in a panic, but... Well, I mean, half the folk here are refugees from the fires anyways right now, so, like, they know the fires, so it's like, what panic do they have that's safe now? So, uh, what info do those guys have about what's going on that would be a bigger deal, or something that doesn't need to necessarily be... So, either these guys literally are crazy, which, no offense to them, they're probably, I don't know, or... They got serious information going on that is panicable, even above just the fires themselves, you know. In any case, uh, definitely worth listening to. Hmm. Agreed. We just gotta figure out some way to, like, not have him go into a fit in front of the council, because, like, some of them council members aren't gonna take that very kindly. That one, you know, the one guy, didn't mean, like, he's science, but, like, he had a strong stare at me whenever I was giving that speech a couple weeks ago. No, Bradlin, you know? Mm. Alright, we can go ask. Whatever. They say no, they say no, and we're still here doing work, you know? Yeah. Okay, so you guys want to head up to the, the council chambers? Is that the plan here? Yes. Alrighty then. So you guys head up to the top of the Alderheart tree to the council plaza, approaching the council chambers itself. Uh, the guards greet you and they go, oh, heroes, <laughs> welcome, welcome. Uh, most of the council's not in today, uh, but I, I, I believe Bricio is. Um, well, well we, can, we can let you inside the audience chamber. There's not really any audiences today. They're, everyone's kind of handling their own business, but we can, we can go get Bricio from the back. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think any 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 of them would be nice to talk to right now. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Come on in. And so they lead you into the big circular chamber, and then they go into the back, and eventually, uh, the Kindle Corvium Abricio in his purple robes. Uh, again, every time I introduce him, I say he's probably the smartest being in all their heart. Probably. Um, he goes and he doesn't go step behind the podium, but he kind of walks up to you and he's, ah, oh, uh, please. Uh, let's go to the sitting room and he gestures over to the side and uh, you go back to the waiting room that you were in with Benesaradin during the uh, the the trial and he's Now then and he sits down in one of the chairs and crosses a claw over another he says what brings the heroes here today? Uh, well, uh, we came across a couple uh, bird folk uh, and uh, one, uh, it seems uh, he has uh, seen some things in uh, the, the Scorch Grove. And uh, unfortunately, when we asked about it, because, you know, we are concerned about the, the fires, uh, he said that the council was not keen on him speaking about it. This wouldn't happen to be a, uh, a tether of the tenders, would it? Uh, that is correct, yes. I suppose you found him in quite a state. That is putting it uh, lightly, yes. Mm. I was asking them to maybe not shout so loudly to cause panic within our city after we've come to such a equilibrium so I could have some scouts verify his reports. Uh, have they uh, come back yet, uh... 
No, Tever and his friend Havel seem to have arrived uh, late last night, and I only spoke to them early this morning, but I'll let you have some interest in this. Well, would you want to maybe go be my eyes, ears, and hands? That would be uh, ideal. I, I think, uh, you know, we are very keen on what he has to say. Mm. He's a good lad, and just... I do think he saw something. I'm just not sure exactly what he thinks he saw. What he describes is, is nothing I've ever heard of, and I've read quite a many book. Uh... How about this? Go speak with them. Uh, I guess let them know I've given you my blessing to head in that direction. Now, it would be useful for someone who has been there to lead you to the location of the disturbance. If you can convince him, of course. Well, I, I am more concerned that uh, he's fit for the, the journey more than anything. Tenders go through a very many trial before they are robed. I believe that he has more to him than you think. I can say that maybe for his friend, but uh, Teva has uh, maybe to prove that to me. Uh, but uh, can we have something in uh, writing uh, or stamp or something to ah. verify that uh, we spoke with you? Sure. And he, he reaches into a bag, which seems to have a, a sheaf of papers in it, a quill and ink pen. It seems like he doesn't leave uh, home without this. And he writes up a quick thing and he gets a little bit of wax, has a little candle, pss, pss, the thing, and he has a signet ring and he snaps it in the middle and he rolls it back up, drops a little wax on it, signets again and hands it over to you. This will hopefully convince them that you are the heroes you say you are, and you have my blessing to investigate. Oh, this is a uh, perfect uh, mercy. Mm. Now, you've done a lot for this city, so good luck and please do return alive. I do not know where we would be without you at this point. I had no intention of uh, returning in a, a, a box. If what this Teba says is true, there are larger threats here than we have yet seen. I uh, do believe that is uh, correct. We came across uh, some strange things when we were coming to Alderheart, and which is why we are, you know, uh, I feel like we may be the right ones for him to talk to. Hmm. I appreciate your initiative here. I would probably have reached out to you once the scouts came back if they reported anything, but if we can get a jump on this, you don't mind taking that walk. I don't see a reason to delay. Go talk to Teva. He'll let you know what's happening, if it is real, and again, it will be easier if he does come with you. I'll see what we can uh, do about that, but... Uh... 
But uh, merci, thank you for uh, mm. for the for everything that uh, I think that went uh, the most smoothly as uh, you could have hoped for. <laughs> well, no, thank you, heroes. And uh, he stands, kind of prompting you to do as well. Says, and may I see you again soon, and in oh, good health. But of course, you'll be hearing more songs from Pezen in no time. You can see him crack a small smile at that as you guys turn to leave the room. And as you do, I think Pez at the very end, right when you're passing through the door, you can kind of hear him humming one of your tunes. You're doing great. That's exactly it. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Goodbye. He shakes his head and laughs a little bit. And you close the door and I suppose head on over to the tin cup. Uh, upon arriving back at the Tin Cup, you see Tever and Havel have kind of gotten themselves over into a, a, a corner, somewhat in a, in a private-ish location. Uh, the Tin Cup is bustling at this time of day, kind of in the uh, the afternoon now. Uh, people are all up in here. And they've secured a small table in a corner, and Tever is kind of talking animatedly, and every once in a while, Havel kind of like puts a hand on his, gestures to the glass in front of him, and Tever drinks his tea and puts it down and takes a deep breath as you approach them. Hi. Uh, hey, hey. Oh, hi, hello. Um, that was quick. They saw you that soon we're, we're good friends we're best friends we're all we all know each other so well i mean like we said practically the council so you know oh the council is surprising uh right okay then um so you're back which means you have news right uh that is uh correct uh he pulls out the uh, here is, uh, uh, I believe you, you talked to him uh, this morning, uh, but uh, he has uh, agreed that, uh, you know, we can talk about uh, everything that uh, you saw and uh, that we can, you know, go and, and investigate and that uh, perhaps you uh, uh, come along as, as, as well. Hmm. Havel takes the thing and he looks over at Tever and says, well, seems official enough. That's Bricio's seal. And he opens it up and rolls it out and reads through. Well, Tever, this looks right as rain. Um, I suppose the floor is yours. Uh, drinks. Do you want some drinks? Well, most, uh, most definitely. I, I think, uh, ah, yeah. Good. Um, while Tever tells you the story, I've heard it a thousand times now, I'll get you some drinks. Ales or teas? Oh, it is no longer morning. Uh, uh, if they have a stout. Ah, they do. Anyone else? Yes, yes. yes. I'll take that as well, yeah. Wonderful. Okay, I will be right back. And Tever's like looking down, reading the note. He looks up and he's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, can, I, can I just say this, by the way? I know you said the council doesn't like you and you were worried yeah. about them and stuff. Yeah. They don't, they don't dislike you. you oh. Just, he actually has a lot of respect for what you do. Based Precio? on our conversation. Yeah. Really? He was like, you guys are, you guys have a lot you're doing and a lot you're going through Precio. and stuff, so. Precio likes me? Yeah, it just oh. sounds like... One of uh, the council? He appreciates your work. It you just know? sounds like they wanted to verify what you oh. were saying was out there. It, it but I saw what I saw and it's what I saw and it's... <sighs> and nobody's saying you're wrong. I, I think they just need to, you know, 
make sure that everything's still going on based on what you said, essentially. Okay. Okay. This looks good. This looks good. Um, he takes the last big sip and he looks at his teacup. I should have asked him to get me an ale too. Right. Okay. Um, ember bats. You know what those are? Ember bats, right? Big clouds of them fly around, set everything on fire, all that jazz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of them now. There's a lot of a lot of things. Clouds of them, really larger numbers than I've ever seen, even while working in the grove. Uh, strange fire creatures made of stone and and what looks to be like liquid fire dripping from them crawl out of the ground and well. Uh, a huge creature stalks the ash plains of the grove, and well, uh, that, the ash of the plains seized up, as if something was burrowing through it. And they, I couldn't ever get a good look at it, but it, it grabbed my friend. Well, it must have. We were running. It was immense. I saw him tumble to the side, and I, I lost him in the cloud of ash that came out, and I ran for my life, and I, I, I waited for days. He, d- he didn't return to our uh, meeting place, just in case we had gotten split up. I, I, fe- I fear for him. I, uh, he's, he's likely lost, but I've never seen anything like that. General, we go to the plains to try and Bring the forest back to quell the fires that exist there to cultivate life from the dead ash. But I have never seen something this size crawl its way out. And it scares me. And as he finishes his story, Havel, after placing the ales down, puts a hand on his shoulder and does pass him an ale. It's alright, Tevo. It's alright. Tever gets out uh, a pen and flips over the letter that was sent from Riccio, and he starts drawing a, a map, a location of Alderheart, the Scorched Grove, the location. He says, I think it's about here. This is where I lost him, somewhere, somewhere in this area of the grove. It's a, it's a dangerous journey. The Ember Bats themselves are... are Encroaching closer and closer in towards Alderheart. Though we've been making pretty good headway against them in recent weeks, but... Have you, uh, have you thought about giving the council the advice on that? The defense uh, against the bats and whatnot? The best thing to do with them is just to put out the fires before they get too bad. Mm. They're hard to destroy. It's just... If even one lives... Then... A fire starts miles down the road before you even know it. It's so hard to catch them all, and and they are living creatures, even though they are some kind of twisted aspect of what they used to be. They are living things, and as druids, we have a right, we have a duty to try and protect them or, or allow them to live. It's just very difficult right now. I, I don't know if you fought one of these. Swarms before. Have uh, you ran from from? What? That's smart. Very smart. They're just, well. They're a lot. And like I said, it, one gets away, and a fire starts miles down the road, and treetops you can't even reach. And 
you just do the best you can and try to stop it before it gets too bad. Uh, as, you know, as I don't, I'm not a druid, clearly. I respect your work, but, you know, as druids, uh, does it seem like they are thriving in the new lush wood, or is it like a fear flight I've, that's happening? I've spent... It looks up at you. A, f a flight of fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if, you know, normally when I light a fire, a campfire, I use dried wood, dried tinder, stuff like that. Which clearly the Scorch Grove has an abundance of, but... Yeah. I thought they were just lush, trying you know? to find places to roost. Could they be? He seems lost deep in thought for a moment, and how was... Ah, well, um, drinks, obviously, and, um, Teva. Teva, the... Teva, they're waiting! Uh, and, oh, um... I'm not sure. Weird. I mean, because they lived in the Scorch Grove before, but right? That's... Yes! Well, no. They're somewhat new. Last year or so, they started popping up. Uh, but leaving the Grove is new. I need to go back. I need to know. I need to go back. This is... This is important. This is... He looks at you guys. How would you like to go to the Scorched Grove with me? I like he's gonna look at Dagonet. That would be a perfect, I think, yeah. I was concocting some kind of argument to have about why I need the protection of the heroes of Alderheart and how I was going to try and tear you away from the council since you're doing their shadow business dealings and I didn't know what I was going to be doing, but now you're just agreeing with me? Well, we were uh, worried about convincing you to to go back with us. So uh, I imagine oh. it's uh, the, oh. Oh. the most pleasant outcome for uh, both of us. This does I mean, seem fortunate. Mutually beneficial. It's important to the city and it's important to what you do. Uh, yes. I think that yes. Lucky and yourself might be onto something here. That's a good point. I never thought about what would make these things leave the grove. It could be the thing that uh, took your friend, uh, maybe it or something else, driving them out. You're right. You're absolutely right. And every second I waste, it's more for my friends that can be taken. What am I doing here? The coward I am. Well, no, I mean, you came because you needed to find some help to go back, and now we're here. So it was fate, you know, your choice to come here. Fate. And you've also informed the council of what's going on uh, with your presence here. I mean, right. they're interested in this. It's on their radar now. And that's important. You're doing good work as a tender. I mean, frankly, <laughs> if we can gather more information and bring it back to them in some way, a facet, then Even they'll better. be able to address groups of people to help, you know, deal with exactly. what's going on. Exactly. Okay. Um... Can we start out right away, then? I, I don't see why not. Pez, uh, do you have any uh, performances uh, scheduled? I mean, I just kind of show up and everybody else is like, heck yeah, it's Pez. So, no? That's is... how I feel. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty famous now. Uh, 
<laughs> is is there uh, is there anything we would need to prepare though? Cause I don't know, like, like a fire resistant boots or something. Oh, um, like creating or destroying water. Oh, that wait, wait, wait. actually that's that's one of the spells I have. What that's it's really her? useful. What if we ask Eliza? She got all those magical things, you know? Maybe she got something in her store that could help. You know? You met Eliza awesome. yet? She's great. She's got a store up in the uh, market area. It's great. Hey, if you need uh, to, uh, you know, uh, stock up before, uh, you know, you leave with us, uh, I'd we highly suggest Eliza's. Uh, stocking up. Um, I may grab a ration or two. Um, I am kind of broke and have always like being a tender is not really a lucrative trade it's really just it's more of a passion project Hmm. Uh, i mean so is my form of profession so i feel that (laughs) Uh, selling selling the ash is some sort of medicinal ash or maybe some sort of face treatment the people eat that up apparently just Uh, business i mean they like to slime a lot through yeah. Swamps. You never know. I don't know. I feel like we should speak to somebody who's in the field of skin care about that. What about that one apothecary back in the uh, Winnow and Reach? They're putting, yeah, the mud all over. But he would l- love to buy some ash off you when you're done. It's a good thought. Business yeah. opportunities. I definitely think we should check Eliza before on the road. Mm, absolutely. You want to come with us and meet Eliza or you want to enjoy your can milky more and nails? Uh... Um, I think, I think I will gather my things and I can meet you at Eliza's with Havel after I finish this drink. Havel, yes, he is in dire need. Let's be honest here. Oh, I, w- I would not tear someone away from um, their drink. No, no. You, you finished that for sure. Right. Uh, Eliza's is where? Uh, the, the canopy market. Uh, above. Okay. Right. Canopy market. Big market. I'll find it. Don't the worry. Eliza's Emporium. Okay. She's New name. Guy. Sounds good. Right. Picks up the drink. He starts. Goo, goo, goo. And he puts it down and it's empty. He goes, Havel, can I have a second one? Neville goes, yes, Neville. Thank you again, and I'll be sure he meets you there. So you guys head to Eliza's Emporium. Late afternoon now. Eliza is actually closing up shop, and you catch her right as she's turning her sign from open to close. Well, now, look at my friends coming out to see me once again. The heroes of Alderheart. How are you? Oh my gosh, Eliza, we are doing so good. How are you? How's business? Business is, well, I wouldn't say booming. It's it's doing okay. Uh, it turns out magical items are pretty expensive, and what I'm buying them for, I'm really having a hard time trying to sell them for, especially in this economy. We've got a lot of refugees here, and not a lot of people generating income, you know? Yeah, maybe, hmm, we could, we could. Figure something out, Eliza, because, heck, we are looking for some magical items. Is that right? You're looking for magical stuffs? Possibly. Might be going on an adventure. uh, 
specifically involving maybe fire resistance or something. Fire resistance? Now, why would you be needing stuff for fire resistance? You know, some days you feel like you want to wear black. Some days you feel like you want to wear blue. Some days you feel like you want to try, right. you know, cake. It's just... Like, uh, we have interests. Different interests. I have interests. You know, all over the place. All right. Well, um... Let me think. Let me think here. Come on inside. Come on inside. Don't stand out here. Like he's going to lead over to Eli. Is it top secret mission? Should we not tell Eli or Eliza about it? I've... Feel like we can trust Eliza. You think she? You can absolutely trust Eliza. She says as she walks into the behind the thing. She's like, Eli, you're so loud. I I don't mean to be. It's it's the uh, it's the southerner in me. What can I say? You know. (laughs) I like that part about you. Thanks. Oh, stop. Well, I've got. I do think I have one thing. It's not. Yeah, they're they're hard to come by, and only apothecaries here are kind of. It's hard for them to find anything. Not a lot of them are leaving town anymore. But I've got, well, I've got one. Got one of these things. Uh, it's called a potion of fire resistance. Well, that's fire resistant if ever I heard it. That it it's right there on the name tag, and she actually leaps down and she pulls out a a box. She opens the box up and she pulls out a little vial. And this little vial, it looks like a, it's swirling red and oranges inside of it. So this is it. Um, now, I've always been giving you guys the friends and family discounts and, and all that. So uh, let's, uh, let's do this. Someone, whoever would like to, roll me a d6 times 100. So roll me a d6. Get it, Eli. She likes you anyways. That is a six. Now, they're exceedingly rare. I picked this one up for about 300 gold pieces, and I could probably give it to you at cost. Eli pulls his pockets out. And I like to think that a little butterfly flies out of one of them. Oh. Just, oh, somebody else got to take this one, I'll admit. I, I mean, kinda... uh, the adventurer just... business isn't booming, huh, Eli? Well, we, I, we while you were stealing city. pastries, I was buying rice and... Oh, now, Eli, I fed those poor folk with pastries. I fed them with rice and stew and whatnot. Yes. But, but before you get before, before you argue too much, Eliza, the reason why we're here, don't tell anybody, okay? Keep it between us, because we're friends, old friends, before all the hard friends, friends. All right, it's been some time now. There, as you, you've heard rumors of fires, right? Oh, of course, there are more than rumors now. It's yeah. pretty, pretty confirmed at this point, all the people coming here. So we've been trusted to go and investigate these fires. You and have not. That's why we came to you, is to ask you if you mm-hmm. had any goods to help us out. But that sounds so dangerous. It's I pretty dangerous. The hell, Eliza. Yeah. That is. It's My crazy. friends are going into the fires itself? Yeah, we'll you fancy back. yourselves firefighters now? Well, you know, we're protectors of sorts. So, protect. whatever we, we gotta do, we'll do me. it. So, do we get a protector's discount? Protector's discount. Oh... 
No, no. Oh, oh my gosh. No. Okay. You know, I'm just going to take the patch. <laughs> what do you take off? It is at his of unending wealth. Uh, so Which there's... is swiftly ending, by the way. So. Yeah. You did spend a lot of money on Dagonet's shiny new armor, which we haven't even talked mm. about yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... I mean, what about, what about... Wait, wait, just hit me out, Eliza, while she's counting, because it'll take a minute. Um, what about... Half. But when we come back, we heard... We heard some good things about the ash and the quality of ash from Scorch Grove. What like, we ash? Mm-hmm. Is it... Good for, good for your skin, you know? Magical? That's what, that's what we heard, you know? I don't know. But we could see. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> Wait, no, this is a deception. This you are deceiving. Deception. <laughs> you are deceiving your friend. Good thing I'm she is being deceptive. Efficient and being deceptive. <laughs> she is a decept. That's a fifteen. God bless it. Where's Eliza's freaking sheet? <laughs> Unbelievable. Can't I mean, you never know. You could be the next big thing, much like the espressums was the next big thing. You know what I'm saying? The espressums. That's what you're calling Tiny them the espressums. <laughs> oh my god. Hang on. I lost her sheet, so. <laughs> Immediate Lynn. Yes. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like when you go to a grocery store. This doesn't have its uh, its this thing on it. This has got to be free. Sir, it's got to be dented. free. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you're deceiving her. Let's see if she can incite you. Oh, oh, poor girl. Magical ash. Well, that might sell for a pretty penny. You could be the cornerstone of a new market, you know. A new market. Well, this does sound good. Back in Winnow and Reach, slime was all the rage. Now, oh, I get ash. yeah. Ash. Well, how about this? You bring me. She reaches underneath and she pulls three sackfuls of that ash. Three. And we're gonna call this an investment. Into the safety of my new business partners. Ooh, right. I like the idea of business. So you go get me that ash, and I, she slides it slyly across the counter, will give you this fire resistant potion worth 300 gold pieces. Ah, so like each bag of ash is worth 100 gold. Oh, it's like 100 gold pieces. Well, that, from what you're saying, is quite the possibility. Yeah, but let's not tell anybody in case you want to like raise the prices a little bit on good days and, you know. Why are you looking at me like that, Eli? It's fine. I, I just think there's no confirmation that this ash has magical properties. And... But there wasn't confirmation on the slime healing stuff either, and it does. Well, I... So. Eliza is doing us a huge favor. And I, yeah, but in I, turn, I we're doing Eliza... Excuse me, Eliza. You're wonderful, and I'm not swindling you, but we're doing Eliza a favor by saving her from the fires, too. Someone clip Rob's face right now. <laughs> I need this later. I need this for later. 
Leslie is sweating. <laughs> well, Leslie is not good at deceiving. Water. <laughs> I am, yeah, we just see like Lucky's like pits are just well, it's drenched. Funny. Lucky, Lucky's probably stress like, sweating. done, done, done. But Simply's over here just like. <laughs> <laughs> this is our friend. I'm, <laughs> I'm lying to her. <laughs> Eli, do you speak up? Yeah, yeah, I said that out loud. Okay. Yeah. I I just, I don't know that it, I don't feel right trading you bags of what could very well be what you could find in your fireplace for. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do you see fire bats and firemen and creatures of sorts in your fireplace? And we don't know that those creatures created or were created by the ash. But they produce ash. Yeah, so like regular wood. Well, regular wood does too, but regular wood does not. Look, Eliza, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We'll have 300 gold in case the ash doesn't work. So you're saying this is a loan? It's an agreement. Oh my God, it is Animal Crossing. No interest at any point in time. I give you this potion of fire protection. Now, I do want you to know this is only useful for one person. Just you understand that, right? I only have one. And you will bring me back the ash. But if the ash does not function as magical property or lead to some kind of lucrative business venture wherein I accrue at least 300 gold pieces, you will provide 300 gold pieces to me. Sounds good. Look at it, Eli. All right, deal. Puts out her hand. Eli, you want to shake on that? It's your deal, friend. Oh, great. <laughs> Slap. Oh, yep, right okay. into paw to paw. Yeah, paw to paw. And she goes, okay. all right. And then she takes that same hand and hands you <laughs> the vial. Hmm. Now who wants to hang on to this? I'm going to be all over the place and probably break. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a good point. I'll take it. I'm saying we don't know, okay? Yeah, and I'm saying we don't know. <laughs> yeah, but we, we don't have to hand it gold. I didn't make the deal, Lucky. Oh, I need the resistance. <laughs> Lucky's like storming out of the store. I'm trying to do my best here to make sure we're covered before we sleeps. <laughs> oh my god. He's not I good at haggling. It. He's very used to being just like, yoink. <laughs> but we're friends with Eliza, so we can't steal we from Eliza. <laughs> Uh, Lucky, Lucky is friends with Eliza. Friends. Lucky is friends with everyone, okay? When it suits Lucky, they're friends. It's literally, um, okay, have you seen Donnie Darko? It's the, it's the love to hate scale, except for it's will steal from, won't steal from scale. That's all and, it is. It says will steal from, and there's a column that just, that scale? there's a column that just says everyone, everyone. and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. Mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. damn it. Oh. Jeez. Well, lucky you walk right outside and directly into Tever and Havel. And Tever's, ah, oh, we found the place. Ha <laughs> good. Um, Havel. And Havel's like, 
He's had a couple, but he'll be fine to walk. He might need to camp somewhere outside of here. It might take the rest of the day to get out of Aldahan, as crowded as it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just need a little bit of fresh air. Uh, <clears throat> it's a little dusty in here sometimes. Allergies. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But head on in, man. Go in there, go in there and uh, say hello to everybody. I'm just going to be around the side of the building. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, sure. Te uh, Teva, come on. And Teva and Havel walk inside Eliza's shop. Uh, Lucky, what are you doing? Like he's just harumped around the corner. Just uh, okay, just pouting. Okay, good. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Teva and Havel enter the shop. Ding, 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 ding. And Eliza goes, welcome new customers. I, I, I'm glad to see you here. We are in fact closed. And, and I was, peace, good woman. Uh, we're here for the heroes. We're traveling with them. Well, this one is, and Teva's like, Oh, it's so expensive in here. Heroes. What would you uh, like to do? Uh, well, they are uh, the quality uh, items that uh, that uh, she sells. So, so they, you might pay a little more now, but uh, they last longer. Right. Again, tenders, not a whole lot of money, even for quality goods. Um, are you all set? Did you get everything you need? Do, what, do, what, what, what would you suggest people pack for fire stuff? Is there oh. anything in particular? Tara's like, oh, yes. Um, do it's you fine. have, like, something to cover your mouth and face with and potentially eyes? And But our faces are so pretty. Right, so the ash, though, gets, like, in everything. Do you think we're ugly? N not, you're not, lis you're not listening. No, it, you're not. It's, it's like armor for your face. It's protective. It's to protect the pretty. Your beautiful, sweetheart. Can, can we get pretty masks? Uh, just, uh, cloth does wonders. Uh, just anything to keep the ash from from outside your nostrils and your mouth is really the you know your beak gets like gunked up oh. and it gets hot. Yeah, and it gets all like black and stuff. If you're not wearing a mask, your your spit m mixes with it and it gets all. Ugh. Remember the slimy stuff you had on your hand? No. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not, and it's bad for your throat. You're a singer. Is. Oh no! Yes, it's it's awful on the, on the lungs. Even you, you'll you'll be coughing for weeks. I don't. This sounds awful. It is. This is why the tenders exist. I think we need like twenty masks each. Eliza, how many masks? How many masks you got? Oh well, uh, mm, masks. I've again magical items. Ah, uh, I can suggest you go get a couple scars from down the road. I got scraps of cloth. I think we might need some custom, very unique masks. We should all match so we can see each other and and we're all gonna be cute despite the terrible circumstances. We should go uh, find some masks. Are you sure that we need uh, to, I think they just need to be uh, functional. But they're gonna be on our faces. What if the fire people see us and they're just, uh, they get mad because at our faces, because we don't, 
they're going to get mad at our faces. Dana's like this super. This is what cute all the time, Dana. It is not something that has uh, crossed my my mind. Dana. Well, you're 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 beautiful, but uh, and you need to be protected. But uh, you're beautiful. We're gonna get you something cute, Dagonet, because you're worth it. I would be fine with the lasers, uh, scraps of, of, of cloth. Uh, I don't need uh, something uh, as fancy as uh, as what you would uh, uh, need. Dagonet, you're gonna be super cute, and it's gonna be great. Trust me. So, how long do you think it's gonna take to get custom masks made? Oh, well, I don't know if we're going to do custom masks. At least something like, you know, just, just something down the street. Just get some, you know, like the scarves. I, I believe Eliza's stuff is great. and But but it's great. And Eliza, so, I love you. And, but. Pez. What? You select the mask. You go down the street and you rap on the door of a tailor's. And you go inside. They allow you in because you are the famous Pez. And they're yeah. getting the business of Pez. What do you select for the party? Okay, so I have no idea what I'm looking for. Is is the tev tever 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 is tever would tever happen to be there as well? Sure, why not? You drag him along with you. All right, tever. What kind of fabric do we need? Oh, um, thick of fabric, but you no, 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 no holes. No, you want no holes. Just enough to be able to breathe, but also keep out particulates in the air. What if we layer it? Like maybe maybe uh, one of the fabrics that like in a nice color and then put a lacy yeah. thing over it just. Oh, sure. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that like it as a decorative piece. Sure, right now. But you yeah. need that like thicker one underneath. Absolutely. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get, ooh, ooh. Okay, so we're tough, right? We're, we're tough cookies. We're going to fight the fire. Oh, God, well, I hope maybe... we're tough because there's monsters in there. So maybe like a, like a royal blue sort of color, you know, opposite well, sort I, of thing. I, I... I like blue. Whenever I leave the ashen, desolate plains, I like looking up at the blue sky. It's nice. Yeah, it would go well with your with your jacket. And oh, that, that blue and green is nice. Yeah, just put like a little fabric on top of it for some pizzazz, you know. Hmm. Do you do you select everyone gets lace on theirs? Yes. We got a match. Okay. Perfect. What does the lace look like? What's the pattern? Like one of those. One of those. Like a eyelet sort of things you know like the dots all over sure okay little flowery shapey dots all over it the tailor doing a special request for pez goes in the back and they have one of those like push pedal sewing machines and they sew these this lace portion to this heavier uh dark blue portion uh and they bring it back to you and they have five of them and they hand it to you, Pez. And they've done this as a, a rush job in the last hour and a half. Um, and they say, So, uh, yeah. It's like ten gold. Alright, hear me out. Ten gold? But what if? What if we lower that to about maybe, I don't know, for fun, maybe like six gold? And then... And then when we come back from our very dangerous mission of 
secret top secret stuff for the council but pertaining to the fires were very important uh what if i come back and play outside your shop for for a few hours during during peak times huh roll me persuasion Ooh, yeah that's a 22 Oh, of course. The famous Pez? Absolutely. Here, just just, just take them. And you know what? Uh, just say you got them here at uh, uh, Telly Taylor's. And you can come sing outside the shop when you come back. Alive, right? Alive? Absolutely. We are Perfect. the heroes of Alderheart all the time we come back alive. We haven't come yes. back dead once yet. And you can like see the stars in their eyes. They're like imagining the wealth that is going to be coming in when the famous singer Pez is outside their doorstep bringing in all of the people. And you get five new masks with little lace flowery pieces on them uh, for you to wear on your adventure. They're beautiful, thank you. They're lost in thought, but you do leave. Um, and as you leave, and before we exit Alderheart, let's take our break, shall we? Hit the restroom, get some snacks, and we will be right back in about three to five minutes. Hello, friends, and welcome again to Diefall Alderheart. Episode 13, the break screen. Hi, how are you? If you're new here... Think about hitting that follow button on twitch.tv slash runawayrobot underscore. If you want to get caught up on stuff, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash runawayrobot. Be sure to hit that subscribe button there so you get to see all of the Dungeons and Dragons things. And if you'd like to find us in podcast form, you can head on over to Spotify, iTunes, and or SoundCloud. Type in Diefall, and we pop right up. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome, I do have to say. If you would like to support this show, and you would like to participate in this show in a uh, Patreon-esque sort of way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash diefall. Uh, all of the proceeds made in that Patreon go directly to the cast members here, so I can pay them for their time and their talents. I appreciate everyone being here this lovely afternoon slash evening. And we will be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart, episode 13, part two. We may be going on an adventure eventually if we finally get everything put together. And we all have cute the masks with lace on them now. Uh, that I think Pez will probably whip out at some point in time. Um, so do you guys head out? Do you leave the city? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Okay. It's late afternoon now. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I guess Eliza, <laughs> which you would have said bye to already. But, um, uh, you leave. You give the room key to Havel who is very gracious about having a place to stay within the city. And you head out towards the Scorched Grove. So let's go jump on over to the world map here, right? Let's go Let's go talk about world maps. Uh, and I will show you here, chat, what's, uh, what's up. So Alderheart is here, right there in the center. And this Scorched Grove here 
is off to the west. Now, there are two ways you can get there. One way is you can go back towards Winnowing Reach and then continue west until the road nears the south end of the grove where Ashbarrow used to be. Um, or you can take a more direct approach through the forest itself. The easier path, the one towards Winnowing Reach, will take about four days to arrive at the location where Tever saw whatever he saw. If you uh, take the short road, it'll uh, be two days. Took me a while to eat my rations, but I think it would be important to check back in on Widowing Reach. See how they're doing. You guys want to do that? It's a safer route. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we should at least report back that uh, everything that has transpired. I mean, they were the ones that were hoping to send us to Alderheart or gave us their blessing. It would be nice to uh, see if my house is uh, still standing. That as well. As you okay, what's up? Hello, the DM. Um, hey. Yes. Hi. Hey. Uh, what's up? How, are these? Are the? Is it all like road? To Winnowing Reach, it is road. If you were going to pass through the forest, you'd be likely relying on your friends Lucky and Eli to find your way through the undergrowth. They've been pretty good about this in the past. How big are horses in this universe? Uh, horses are regular-sized horses. Um, the bird folk and the humble folk are like regular-sized beings. Um, Jerbeans being close to like halfling-sized, whereas bird folk are like normal human-sized generally. So horses are just horses. Faster if we ripped out a riding horse with saddlebags and went that way, would it make it a bit quicker? How many horses do you have? I have a horse. It would be faster for that one person. Otherwise, you'll be leaving behind the rest of your group. Okay. So yes, it would be faster, um, but only one person would be able to use the horse. Uh, I'm just going to inform the group that that is a thing that I have. I get you could get the horse and then get, like, a cart and save some people's legs. But you wouldn't be able to go faster, I guess okay. is the point. Didn't you also have some other sort of animal? Bubbies. Mastiffs, I think, right? Mm. Big bubbies. Are they riding size for gerbeans? <laughs> well... <laughs> For Jerbeen, maybe. They're Come big. On. Lucky needs a mount. Let's go. Lucky Let's go. needs a mount. <laughs> I, I, you know what? We're turning around. We're going back to Alderheart. We're finding a stable. Getting some freaking horses. Which, I mean, it, you, do you want horses? We can. You can buy horses. We could probably ask the council for supplies, too. I mean, I never rode a horse, but I wouldn't mind trying him. You guys want to try him? <laughs> it's been a long time since uh, I've been on a horse. This is a mission of some urgency. A riding horse is 75 gold pieces. I don't have enough for a horse, but if you guys want one. I free. enjoy that the horse is cheaper than a potion. Right? <laughs> Potions are magic. Horses are magic. 
The magic <laughs> of friendship. Magic of horse friendship. Um, I will point out that Eliza had a cart at some point. She had a pull cart, not necessarily oh, a riding cart. You, I, I mean, will not I not point that out anymore. I think Lucky would. F I mean, it fits goods, right? But it's definitely like a hand cart rather than a, a horse cart. Gotcha. We could go see if we could borrow. I mean, the council. The council knows that it's like a great importance. This is happening, so they asked us to go. If they can cover our rooms for like what's it been like a month, then mm. you know they might can pocket a horse or two, a horse and wagon at least. You know. Do that. Yeah, we can ask. Would it hurt to ask? All right, let me just uh, let's go back in because we were already. In. <laughs> Just turned around at the door. You never left. All right, let's just go with that. You never left. Tever is just like hopping from foot to foot. Like, what is taking so long? Why? I thought we were leaving. Wait, that moment where you're like, you're like almost shutting your door to your house, and you're like, do I have my keys on me? What about my keys? Are they in the house? Are they on me? Are they in the house? <laughs> Where's my phone? Do I have my wallet? <laughs> do I have? Do I have a thing? Oh my god. Okay, so where are you going? Uh, Dagon is gonna uh, the. General Lady Strig, she would probably know where to go to borrow things. Um, to uh, borrow yeah. th Oh, you want to go, like, talk to the quartermaster? Yeah. Of the perch guard? Yeah. Okay. Because um, that's where the stuff would be anyways. So, yeah. She would tell you um, that... the court. She would she would tell you, take you to the quartermaster and ask about what you're trying to borrow. So, what what is what's on your list? Right. Do we want uh, everyone uh, horses, or do we want a cart for Pez's horse? So it did. I'm not. I've never driven a horse before. I don't know. I don't know what that experience is like. So uh, I've been. On, I've been on a cart or two, but not a, not a horse. We would. We would probably get you a, a pony. Are those bigger than horses? Or are they smaller than horses? Or does it do much, uh, much smaller? No, 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 no. If I was going to take a horse, I'd take a big horse. But I've never ridden a horse like before. Like a, a, so. a Clydesdale, then. That's a big horse. Sounds like a big horse. All right. We can ask. I mean, I could try. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really have Daniel, a... I was like, well, what do you have a, uh, available? We'll, we'll stop The there. quartermaster? They don't have horses. Do they have a They are the perch guard. Uh, they do a lot of floating around from perch to perch. Um, they do have carts. Uh, I think they would direct you to maybe joining up with a merchant caravan of some kind. Um, but merchant caravans move very slowly. Um, you could try one of the stables... But the, the Perch Guard doesn't use horses, which is why it's really important that the Humblewood Brigade has been put together so they can, they're much further faring and there's many more of them that they can go reach all of these edge locations in the woods. <laughs> they're the cavalry. Well, yeah, sort <laughs> of. They can they can walk through the underbrush rather easily. Um, and there's only like four major roads in this entire like forest, right? There's not like a huge need for horses rather like basically like pack mules and stuff for these caravans. 
So you're more than you're more than welcome to like purchase these things, but the the quartermaster does not have anything available. So we have we have one available, right? And then basically probably the cheapest would be to get a, if there's a merchant caravan who hasn't left Alderheart and to somehow leave them of a cart. I mean, if there's a magic caravan already headed to Winwon Reach with supplies, maybe we could hook up with them. It's not a bad idea. It would take longer to to follow them. Well, it's going to take like, uh, and I imagine Lucky kind of would know travel times. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the the map right now. the The merchant caravan will travel at the same pace as you walking, essentially, yeah. uh, because more than likely you're either going to just be riding shotgun in a cart or walking beside one. I mean, the um, point is, do we want company or not? Because I mean, it's nice to have people to go with, and and in case they run into any trouble in the wood, we can help them out. You know, maybe a little extra cash in there for us. So they all turn to the quartermasters. Oh, where do we find uh, where the caravans uh, are? This, their schedules. Well, ah, uh, um, I had to guess if you were looking for a merchant caravan schedule, you'd probably just want to try and find one that's that's putting together. I, I, I really just manage the goods here for the perch guard. I. I don't really know much about the merchant and stuff. I know there's a merchant on the council. Maybe that's... Maybe you should talk to them. I know you, you talk to the council a lot. Uh... I, I'm not... I'm not rightly sure you could... I mean, the, the scouts might have some reports of caravans coming in. I'm sorry I can't be more more of a help. I'm, I'm pretty holed up here trying to keep track of what we do got. Well, no... No worries. Uh, it's been a while since we've had to, you know, leave uh, Alderheart. We're a little rusty getting our supplies together. Uh, we will, uh, yeah, we'll keep that uh, council member in mind. But uh, we'll, I guess we'll uh, go to the market and see if we can find something there. Okay. Um, so you're going to the, oh, sorry, I had to pop my neck. Which, um, which marketplace are you going to try out? Hmm. You guys have been here for two, for two weeks, so probably would have seen something happening. Mm -hmm. Um, how much time are you guys spending down in the, the undergrowth again? I was helping builds, like well, direct. Right. So you've been doing a lot of up and down on the uh, on these elevators, then, huh? Mm -hmm. Which means you would have probably seen some of the caravans come in. Yeah. Um, you would note that most of the caravans go to the northern side of the tree. Remember where that one attack happened? Yeah. That is the largest of the lifts, and most of the time the carts are parked on the lift itself, the horses and/or mules removed from it, and the goods lifted up into the tree. Right. Dagnall, like, well, I guess we have, uh, we should go over to the 
to the north there. Hopefully we have a better luck there. You know, start trundling on over that way. Okay. So you go on over. Um, you definitely see people like moving goods around. That's for sure. It is later in the day though. It's approaching nighttime now. Um, so it's more of like a cleanup action rather than people looking to pack up to go. Um, or people arriving. I mean, we'll is, try there like a, is there like a merchant's guild or something around here that we can check out to see what they've got going on? Is there a merchant's guild? I mean... <laughs> Probably the head of it's that council person. Mm -hmm. roll, roll me. <laughs> Investigation. Find me a merchant's guild. Negative one in this. Let's go. Hell yeah. That's a a seven. seven. <laughs> the only person that you can think of that you know that's a merchant is Eliza and or the council member. Eliza's probably asleep right now. Do you I mean what do you guys think? Or at least shutting down, not asleep, but shutting down. Who knows? I don't know our nap time. She could be sleeping right now. Well, she was closing a shop when we left earlier, so I imagine she's at least retired for the for the night. She's probably having a, her her dinner. I mean, she's our only contact to know if there's anybody who's got caravans or you know any other deals that we could pull to try to get uh, faster transportation. Otherwise, we've missed a whole half a day of light to get there. We have been uh, around the, the trunk a bit today. It's a big tree. Hmm. Oh, but uh, that means going up uh, back up the tree. You just want to go? I mean, realistically, we're not going to be able to afford a couple horses anyways, and Cot is going to move at the same pace. And as much as I would like to, you know, take a load off on the ride too, you know, there's no caravans going. You just go by yourself. I imagine we just walk then. I mean, two days cutting through the, the wood isn't that bad. Would you want to go that way instead of going to Winnow and Reach? There's like four days uh, if we go to Winnow and Reach. Thought it was a matter of urgency. That's the only reason I'm suggesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I uh, maybe... I think it's probably pretty urgent because, you know, monsters and things, and I might be able to find my friend and or their corpse or something. Yeah, and didn't the council say they reported back to Winnow and Reach on the fact that we were here? You guys remember that? And they say I, they were letting I, them know? I think we asked them to, but I, I don't think we followed up on it. Hmm. I mean, I'm down for a shorter walk, but... You guys want to report into them. Uh, as, as much as I would like to uh, see home, but uh, my leg. How about, uh, how about we take the short way there? The and then if things back. go well, we take the long way back and check on your home. Yeah, that, I think that is uh, the best uh, decision that we can do right now. Yeah. But, uh, right. What are you squinting about, Eli? Trying to read some, some hardware somewhere? What's going on? Uh -huh. 
my resting Rob face. <laughs> I had nothing for that. I just imagine Eli's and they're just like. I was just reading something. No, you're losing the light. It's just dim. It's also just. Dim. Reading my spells, it's... you bully. <laughs> well, the good thing with the leaving late is with us with it being talk, close to all the hot and less threat at being so close. That way we're not going a full day's light out and then the dock hits when we're far away. You know what I'm saying? If we said, if we go tonight, then it's dark as we're close to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's a survivalist. I'm not. So I, I don't know. He knows what he's saying. <laughs> he's totally right. <laughs> Never been more right. I imagine it is uh, safer. We'll be able to see uh, Amber Bart more, more clearly. Yeah, hopefully we don't miss him this time. Remember the last time? I thought there were just torches in the distance. You don't remember? <laughs> don't remind me of uh, last time at the. Just too close. Look, I'm gonna tell you, it was fun watching you run, though. That's a fun sight. His legs are not for running. You got a good sprint, you know. Don't let, don't don't sell yourself short. But it's great. <laughs> oh my goodness! So it's dark. It's late. You guys leaving all the hurt tonight? Are you gonna walk through the night? You gonna push some hours of walking time? Might as well. Who has dark vision and or torches? I've got dark vision. Okay. The rest of you have, I know, you are a cleric, Rob. Do you have the light cantrip or no? I sure don't. Mm, okay, all right, okay. Torches it is. Torches it is, I suppose. Um, and Tever uh, does not have dark vision either. Uh, oh, wait. I learned a fourth cantrip. Did do you? I, do I do it right now? Dude, what cantrip What cantrip did you learn, Rob? Didn't pick it, but you know what? Maybe let me just consult my spell book over here. <laughs> oh, gee, look at this. It's light. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, Here it is. It's light. There it is. There, the wow. light spell. That's crazy. Hmm. Completely, completely unprompted. Eli decided so, he was going to learn some light spell. Yeah. So, Eli, what do you cast your light spell on? OG Willikers. Um, how's about the gosh dang cool sword I got? Okay. So the one that's belted on your side there? Or do you want to, like, hold it aloft? Uh, hold it aloft, like Shadow of the Colossus style. Hmm, interesting. All right. Uh, yeah, so you cast light on it, and I believe it's a 30-foot radius. Uh, just A 20-foot radius. Hmm. And then dim light for an additional 20. Oh, cool. All right. So you guys now have 40 foot of vision of one way or another, and you continue outwards uh, out of Alderheart. Uh, Tever seems a little bit nervous about it being dark out, uh, but you do push into the woods following the pathways that Eli and Lucky know on your way to the Scorched Grove. How long do you guys travel in the uh, in the dark here? I mean, we said it was late, right? We should probably chill after a couple hours, yeah. A couple hours? Yeah, I imagine getting too far in the dark would be not very smart, so. 
And okay, just... so you do a couple hours, um, and then do you just make camp? Do you utilize your nest charm? What do you do? Hey, Dagon, hey, how you feeling? You feeling brave? Are you... <sighs> you feeling lucky, punk? Uh, how about I uh, protect uh, the, the ground uh, while you sleep up, uh, up there? Are you all by how yourself? About... You just sit right in the middle. Less of a chance of falling off the edges, you know? Basically, the, that's what I did last, last time, and it uh, was not very restful for me. I could uh, always give you a nice hearth to to warm yourself down here. Oh, that would be uh, nice. I, yeah, I can uh, I can take a, you know, uh, a look out uh, for a little bit, and then I, I will... Have much better uh, sleep down down here. There we go. We'll oh, have two. We'll have two in the tree and two down here. Okay. Watch up high, down low. We're not that far from Aldehar. We could all just stay down here if you want to. Like the mountains. But up is fun. <laughs> oh, okay. We keep an eye out from that far fun. high. You're right. I mean. Not gonna say you're wrong. It's a good seal over everything. There's a lot of trees here. Get that nest high. Yeah, there you go. We'll have a watch up there and down here. Be secure. Smart. Should, should we have like a call or something if something goes wrong? You're just gonna yell our names? Yell, yeah, well, something went wrong. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Okay. I'm sure you will too. I hate that. Oh jeez. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean? What do you mean? That's fine. It's totally fine. Um, so you guys, how, how are you? How are you camping? How are you camping? It doesn't rightly much matter for this first night. I'm gonna be entirely honest here. Dad camp. Dad camp. Dad hearth. Dad hearth. Dad hearths. Cooks a little meal. Cooks a little feeds meal. the peeps. Well, feeds uh, the people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's nice, and Tever's thankful, and uh, you guys set up a watch, and with the ever-present light spell of Eli, uh, you feel pretty safe, feel pretty safe, and uh, the night passes easily, and because you only had gone a couple of hours, nothing rightly well happens, you're not very close to the Scorched Grove, so you guys get to continue on your next day, bright and early, walking through the forest itself, so whoever is leading... Can you roll me a survival check, please? Lucky's definitely taking the lead. Lucky's taking the lead. Roll me a survival, Lucky. <laughs> 23. Lucky, it's like your nose can smell the ash of the plains, and you know exactly where you're going. I mean, it's much easier than the swap. This is a stinky place, you know? Yeah, Pretty yeah. Good. This just smells kind of burnish, uh, even though you know it to be at least another day and a half walk away. So, but that's good. That's a good survival roll. Uh, who is watching the, the roads? Just give me some uh, give me some rolls for for uh, perception, please. We'll take these as your day rolls for for perception. I imagine Dagonet would be watching the back. Okay, Eli, I I know why you're distracted. Don't worry. I got you, bud. <laughs> Dagonet, I know why you're also distracted. Don't worry. Pez, what are you doing? 
I'm just looking for little flowers to pick up. Would I still do perception? Hell yeah, you would. Okay. Wow, there's apparently not a lot of flowers. Um, nope. So, as you guys are traveling and Lucky is valiantly leading the way, very skillfully, I think Lucky occasionally, like, you find that your friends are having trouble on the path itself that you're picking, even though you can get through it rather quickly, and you're having to, like, double back over and over again. It's like when your mom tells you to, like, run to the stop sign and run back because she's walking slower than you are when you were a kid. Um, was that just me? Uh, so, while you're walking. That's fun. My mom just yelled at me. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Lucky's probably, like, advising you guys, like, those bears, good, those bears, not so good. Don't don't eat those bears. You can stop that those bears. Those are the good I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I heard you say bears first. No, I was bears. like, yes, some bears are good, some bears bad. I was like, this is getting can really you spooky. Imagine how big bears would be in our universe. No, goodbye. Yeah. Thanks. No. Giant bear. No. <laughs> so, Tever speaks up while you're waking. You're, you've done breakfast and packed up, and he's got his pack on. And a couple hours in, he's like picking his way through the woods, and he goes, <clears throat> so. Do you know about the Scorched Grove and how it came to be? Not yeah. really. Do I know? You potentially do. Roll me history. Okay. 13. Uh, yeah, you have an idea. You're like, hmm. Yeah, it was massive. There was a forest fire there. I think it's called, they called it the Calamity happened hundreds of years ago and like the entire area has been altered and it just hasn't come back yeah the uh the calamity yeah yeah yes um so there's a story about the calamity that it gets passed down through the tenders during our training and things um it goes like like this Long ago, bird folk thought they could stop forest fires from devastating the wood by using powerful otherworldly ma magics, but um, the plan backfired. Uh, the magic fueled the flames, and the grove was consumed. By the grace of the amaranthine, the bird folk were able to lull the blaze into a quiet slumber. Though the flames were contained, the act unbalanced all of the elemental force of the wood for hundreds of years, which is why only the gentler life-giving magics are used to help the earth heal mm. with nature. The slow way is the right way. <clears throat> well, I mean, is it possible those magics also, uh, there's a bit of a residual effect and these creatures came about from that? Oh. Uh, hundreds of years later? Hmm. I, 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 again, I, I only really know the gentle magics, the life-giving ones, the no, healing no, ones. It's, the... it's fine, I'm just, it's, it's interesting. I suppose I've never really thought about what caused the calamity. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm not even sure if that's what it was, but if it was, then that really puts a lot of the blame on the bird folk, and I don't really like how that makes me feel about my past generational family involvement in magic and... Hey, hey, you are not the sins of the past. 
You're right. You're right. And we are here to fix it. Right? Right. We right. learn from the past. Exactly. Right. You dedicate your life to doing good. That's what matters. Yes. That does matter. Oh. You're a very smart hedge. Do you know that? You're just very... I feel at ease, comforted, reassured. Well, I'm I'm glad I could do that for you. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Okay. And Tever kind of like quiets down and like picks his way. And you, you note that he's not really used to like walking through forest paths very often. So he has a little bit of trouble and you guys help him do the things that he needs to do. Lucky, roll me a perception check. Uh, perception. Oh. <laughs> Nate. Okay. Good thing I'm proficient in that. Oops, Get I hit the wrong button. Now. Yeah, getting all the lows out. So, yeah, the previous ones were natural one, a three, a seven, and now an eight in perception. We are all below tens this evening. Okay. That's fine. Um, What it means is that eventually, like, you, you stop and you think you might have lost your group for a little bit you've gotten a little bit too far ahead and you're looking around but you see something off in the distance it's later in the afternoon now almost dusk and the day has been traveling pretty swiftly just getting through the woods but now you see something through the tranquil forest a fire blazing off in the distance you try to focus on it, but it seems to be too blocked by the trees to see what it is. Lucky is, if I'm close to a tree, going to choose to climb up whatever tree is close to get a better vantage yeah. point of with the fire and potentially where his party is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, roll me some athletics. Get up that tree. Sweet. Athletics. Let's go. Boop. A six. <laughs> You have some trouble getting up to the first branches. It takes you a little bit more effort than you're expecting, and you're afraid that you might miss whatever it was you thought you saw, or you might actually lose your party. Lucky for you, your party comes up right behind you as you're trying to jump up into this tree, and Eli notices that you're trying to get to the lower branches here. I guess, yeah. I'll, I'll give him a, give him a little hand. Yeah, I'm you give him a boost up immediately. You, Immediately, Lucky can get up into the branches there. And Lucky, you climb up easily into the upper branches of a tree and you look over towards the fire. As you look at it, you notice the flames have a bird-like shape. He's going to shout back down to Eli. Eli, you seeing this? You see the fires over uh, the whatever direction, northwest, northeast, southeast. Yeah, whatever. northwest. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Northwest, uh, that way? Uh, it's a bit hard through the tree line, but there's uh, there's definitely fire. And don't, don't call me crazy, okay? Look at me, look at me, don't, don't call me crazy. All right, and a bird like creatures, or I don't know, it's got like bird wings to the way the flames are moving. Wait, really uh, that Tever speaks up. Wait, um, does it look like a bird, bird, or does it look like bird folk? Like a bird bird, not like on two feet, like actually a bird bird. Oh, I don't know what that is. If it was bird folk, I know what that is. Did I just get that wrong? Was it bird folk? Did you tell me it was bird folk? I, I said bird-like. Oh, bird-like. 
I mean, maybe, maybe they evolved. I don't know. What? What are you talking about? Why, yeah. What? What do you mean? You know what that is? It's all right. Ah, uh, it's a fire specter. A memory of uh, an inhabitant of the scorched grove. It gets animated by the flames that took its life. Um, so most of the time they're only found in the deepest parts of the grove, but it's kind of unheard of to have one so far away. Do I, do I know it how many potentially I see? Or is it just like the one? You just see one. Uh, We're taught to, to leave them alone. Generally, they, they, they disappear once they fulfill whatever the, the purpose is that, 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 that they have. Uh, generally, it's, it's something about reenacting a memory they had uh, in, the, in their life. Uh, uh, look is going to try to look and see if what movement is happening. Like, yeah, what it's the a little bit. Doing. It's a little bit far away, but it's 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 hard to it's hard to tell from this distance. It's far enough away that you could likely just walk by it and never have to come into contact with it. Um, but if you if it's if it's piqued your curiosity, you could get closer and find out. Lucky's gonna like advise his team of like potentially an alternate route that he sees like. Away. Yeah, especially from up where you're at, it's easy enough to find another like dip in the in the forest to like kind of make a generally a direction but bring you around this location probably puts you out of the way like a couple hundred feet but you know not too bad if we don't want to i mean if you're saying that we don't want if it's advised to not mess with these things Uh, that's that's, the advice of the tenders is that it, it it will dissipate once it's fulfilled its purpose and generally it doesn't take so long and i don't know why it's so far away from the scorched grove oh do we know where on the map we are roughly. like today yeah uh it's late afternoon you went out uh sure you know what let me grab let me grab a pen for you how about we do that you left from this door okay it wasn't that that spinny but like okay you probably got like here that night and you're like probably like here right now Close to the end of your day. Yep, first also, chat can't see the so horse. Huh? Just letting you know. First, first. Yeah, yeah. Because, this is you there. Lucky. Go just back. Go. Yeah. This is the. Okay. I love it. And this thing is to the west, like toward, like in the direction of the storage grove. Yes. It's kind of like north, northwest, west, northwest. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I I think it might be best to. Lucky, we'll we'll do your alternate path. I, I think if the tender here says you leave them alone, there aren't. But, would we would we know if there's any? So like, here's the issue. Generally, they're in the scorched grove. Everything's already burned. Mm. This one is not in the scorched grove, and will maybe burn everything around it while it's trying to complete what it's supposed to be doing. Has anybody ever, like, conversed with these things? Or they just, like, observe them? Or what? I have never conversed with one of these things or seen one. We were just taught about them when we go to the Scorched Grove. Um, I mean, you said it was like a spirit, right? 
Yes, yes, it's the it's the spirit of someone that was well burned in the magical fires that caused the calamity. I mean, I'm not a cleric, but Eli, do you know what we should do with this? Like a spirit? I suppose I can try. I mean, uh, you know, Mister Pango showed me some books about ancient beasts and large creatures such as this I I could try I mean as a cleric I do have training to uh, well I wouldn't call this thing undead but turn undead and whatnot. so I suppose spirits aren't that far of a cry right it uh, makes sense uh, to me. I definitely don't think we should leave it out here. Yeah, I mean, we'll... Uh, you we sure you don't want to take the road around? Just road's there. No, the, the, the tender's right. We should try to avoid more trouble with the woods and the fires. Like we're, this is only a day and a half from all the hot. You know, if right, this thing catches exactly. on fire... Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, this is a big problem. Right. Just bury it in a hole. No, no problem. Can I roll inside on this shape at all to see like how it's behaving? Is it erratic? Is it wandering? Anything? You or would. You, want you me would to... need to get closer. Okay. You can. You can probably get. You're pretty sneaky. You could probably get closer without anything noticing you. Um. I mean, but guys... from this perch in your tree or where you're like come down to talk to your friends, you're still too far away to tell. Yeah. Do you guys want me to like get up there and try to see what this this thing's doing? Or do you want to come up there with me? Uh, I can uh, approach uh, on the ground if that is okay. Oh yeah, not on the tree. I mean just like going up further to see what's up, you know. I can take my uh, shield out. Uh, you know, it's they do sometimes maybe get vengeful if they get prevented from finishing their task. What task would he be looking for in this area of the wood? Well, it's huh? very hard to see right now, so I don't know. We we could get closer and try to find out. Okay. Uh, you first. All right. And yeah, Eli, I think we'll... Uh... Start approaching the direction of the giant fire thing. Yeah. yeah, so as you get closer, you realize that, like, the largeness of it is just the flames coming off of its body that's kind of started singeing and burning the things around it. Mm -hmm. It actually resembles a weeping corvum. The branches in the trees around its body are beginning to smolder. And as you approach, it, it seems unaware of your presence. It's on its knees, and it continues to fruitlessly grab at something in the underbrush. But it just burns everything that it touches. With each failed attempt at grasping at whatever this thing is, it places its head in its talons and kind of shudders in a way that suggests that it might be crying. Like he's going to whisper over to you like, wait, what's it grabbing for? Do you see all that? I don't know. I, I'm gonna try and speak to them. Oh, 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 they, okay, okay. they look like they're in pain. 
Mm. You got this, buddy. You, you can do it, no problem. You're very good at this stuff. Is that a is that an inspiration die I I hear getting given over to yes. to Eli? All right, Eli, you have bardic inspiration for the next ten minutes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Eli is gonna cautiously approach, and um... it's getting hotter and hotter as you get closer. Mm -hmm. And he'll just speak up um, loud enough to be heard, but not. Terribly so you you, you stop before the the flames begin to hurt you. Yes, because it starts to hurt you. How far you. is that? It begins to get painful, painful within about five feet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna be like five feet away from this thing. Okay. Um, he'd like to speak loud enough True. to be heard, but not yelling. Yeah, absolutely. May I help you find something? It doesn't seem to hear you, and it, and it makes another grab at something in the underbrush. Specifically at one point in the underbrush? As you watch, it seems to do this same thing. Like, on the same point, or it's going around a different... It has not moved, and is reaching for the same point over and over. And every time it seems to fail at doing something it need, wants to be doing... Would you like to investigate the situation? I would like to investigate the underbrush. Absolutely. Roll me investigation. Oh, six. Sister. You have a bardic inspiration die. The sure max do. could bring you to a 12. Yeah, I'd like to get a, a good old 10 there. Uh, it's a six right now. Indeed. That's a 12. 12. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Piz. Do you risk getting closer to find out? I only say this because your DC on your roll is slightly too low. Within not quite that five feet range. You I don't want to start taking damage. Would I have to be within five feet? With with your current role, I would say you would have to be within five feet of its location. Okay. If you wanted to see what it's doing. I am going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. I don't Go know ahead. if that's going to help. Shield of Faith is an AC bonus, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> You enter the range that begins to feel painful for you mm -hmm. with this creature. And you lean closer, and it, it starts to hurt more, but you have this feeling that you need to know. You need to know what's happening here. You lean forward closer to it, and you see there's a grave marker covered by reeds the singed desiccated bush it keeps reaching for it it matches the bushes on either side then there's small patches of bluebells as you hurriedly back away 
while feeling a bit singed yourself. Now roll your your slight damage for you here. Oh god, of course I rolled max eight damage. All right. That is what you see. And looks to be grasping toward these bluebells. Mm-hmm. Eli, are there any other bluebells in the area? There are two bushes beside the one that it's trying to grasp at. Okay. I'd like to pick some and offer them to the spirit. You pick some. And you just walk in, you try to like walk in front of it and offer them or? Mm-hmm. You do. It doesn't seem to notice you and it grabs again at the bush and the bluebells you know smolder and burn away from its touch. I will try to place them on the grave marker. You skirt your way around and get really close, as close as you dare feel to this specter and place this bunch of bluebells onto the grave marker. And I'd also like to pray at the grave marker, just kind of a prayer of um, sort of like safe passage to the beyond sort of situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, come to the care of, of the community in yeah. heaven, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 Um, it notices you as you place the bluebells down on the grave. It's, it, it's like something clicks in its brain and its flaming eyes look up at you and you see this relief and the spirit dissipates. The flames disappearing. The flames around on the bushes and trees and branches, though, that are smoldering gently, potentially growing later, have not dissipated. How is the radius, would you say, on that damage? Uh, a set, it's probably 10 feet, right? Like you might have some sparks and stuff jumping from branches to branches here. Nothing is a full-blown blaze yet. What is that, Rob? I would like to make the water fall as rain for a 30-foot cube with create water. I love that you have this prepared. And yes, you do. And as I, I think it's perfect, it's perfectly part of your your prayer mm-hmm. that you have at at the gravesite. Yeah, he doesn't is break that the prayer. He just sort of continues. you place the bluebells. Yeah. The spirit finally notices you, and there's like a and it just begins to rain as the spirit dissipates. This small relief, and it looks up into the rain as it disappears, and there's like the. On the smoldering uh, flames around you, and it does dissipate the rest of it. Eli, you are a 
bit drenched. But, uh... You know, no, no, not really worse for wear. You got a little burned. The rain felt good on it. You'll, you'll manage. As soon as the, like, specter or flame dissipates, Lucky is, like, batting out fires around <laughs> and, like, runs in, like, you lay, you lay. Like, what the hell? And, um, what, what happened? Like, wiping rain away from his face. Says, uh, the Tander said, it's it had unfinished business here. Yes, yes, a uh, good work, good work, Hedge. That was I wouldn't have known wonderful. to do that without your insight. Oh, um, right, yes, which is why I'm along on this adventure with adventurers and heroes and things, and that was that was wonder. Um, you're burned. Oh, it, this is nothing. Please. No, 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 no. Please. Um, uh, g g come here. Uh, yeah. So he'll he'll step forward. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? What's the one where they touch you, and it heals? Lay on hands. Lay on hands. Thank you. I was like healing. Heal no, lay on hands is paladin. Oh, uh, wounds is healing touch. Thank man. you. Gosh. That's the one. That's the one I wanted. Brilliant. Um He walks over to you and this like green kind of glow after he rubs his hands together and he places it on the kind of the arm portion of you that had been burned that was closest to the being and it you feel suffused with some some health in you. You note that the redness there has gone down to a dull pink, and it stings less, and a little bit better. You heal five hit points. Aw, thanks, man. Thank you. And uh, of course, I, if I was braver, I, I, I could have, I could have probably helped you a little bit more with that. But um, Eli's gonna put a hand on his shoulder and just, hey, meaning to say something about this. What? You keep talking about being with heroes and everything as though you're yes. not part of the group right now. I am a simple tender that is looking for his fallen teacher. You are a man with knowledge, a man who bravely made their way to Alderheart and informed the council in your own way that this was an issue. And you're even braver still heading back here. Um, and you're healing people. My friend, I don't know if you've looked up the definition of a hero anytime soon, but uh, I'm looking at one right now. I feel really uncomfortable with this level of praise. Um, can we... Thank you. <coughs> uh, continue. We have some daylight left. Of course. Of course. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jeremy, Lucky, uh, lead on. Oh, they've already, they've already scouted ahead. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, okay. We will follow them then. And he like takes up second in line this time to follow Lucky the Jerbean. And uh, you guys continue your way towards the Scorched Grove. Uh, night comes. And you camp, and night 
passes and it's good. You feel good about what you've done so far. Um, and the next day begins and your journey begins anew and it, it's I feel I feel like some of some of the group might feel good about being back out in the woods and on the road being with purpose to somewhere in some location. So as you continue through the wood, uh, Lucky, can I get a uh, survival check one more time from you here for day two on your way to the Scorched Grove? An 11. A little tougher going, maybe a little bit slower going, but you're able to adequately bring the party to wherever you need to be. Uh, can I get some perception checks from the rest of the group? A five from Eli, Dagonet 14. Pez, are you still looking for flowers? Uh, or are you looking Pez, are you looking for flowers or are you looking around? Uh now that we're getting closer, I'm probably looking around more. Okay. I was gonna say <laughs> you find some out. dope flowers with that natural twenty, <laughs> but yeah, you're a little stressed out. I'll and I think that's that stress feeds into something. You like feel it in your bird bones. You're nearing the scorched grove you can sometimes you look up and you see like bits of ash falling into the forest and you know it's getting closer you hear a, a, a sound in the distance grows louder a cacophony of screeches Reach your ears, and before you, you see the source. A great cloud of ember bats is consuming the sparse forest to the north of you. They're still a distance away, but you can feel the combined heat of their bodies even from here. And with that natural 20, Pez, you can see a mysterious bright orange light that shines in between them. All right, that's not nice. Hey, 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 uh, hey, everyone, hey, uh, look at that. Hey, um, hey, I got some masks earlier. Maybe you wanna, you wanna put those on? Yeah, here you go. Here's some, here's some masks. We're all gonna look very nice. Wait, 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 wait. What's going on? Why are we wearing a mask? We, who are we trying to? People don't want to see our face. What? Stuff. It's not good. Not good noises. Don't your bones feel hot? Do your bones feel hot? Hey, over there. I, I thought that was just the inflammation in my leg. We've been walking a while. It could possibly be both, honestly. I, I do not know. I do not know, Dagonet. I just know that is spooky. Spooky over there. Put your mask on. Put your mask on, Dagonet. Uh, uh, if, you, if you insist. Uh, do you guys put your lacy uh, royal blue masks on? Sure yes, uh, Tever takes his and puts it on himself as well. And he goes, oh, 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 Pez. Oh, no. Uh, I advise that we do not rush in blindly. <laughs> oh, 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 but we cannot allow that mass of ember bats to continue. What are we supposed to do about it? Uh, you're the heroes here. Well, how do the tenders... How do the tenders typically deal with amber bats? 
Uh, generally, we don't deal with them unt- while they're in the Scorched Grove. They just kind of exist because they're only burning the things that are already burned. When they're outside of it, generally, we just pick up the ashes. But you're heroes, and you're used to killing living things. And as much as I advise against the killing of living things, I'm really at a crossroads here about what's actually important for the woods. And... Uh, kill it? Did it Did it look like just ember bats, or did you say there was, like, a glow coming from the middle of You it? saw a mysterious bright orange light that you can see shining between this enormous swarm of ember bats. Uh, real quick, I would like to maybe possibly also point out that maybe it, it might not just be ember bats. We saw ember bats before, and that seems like more than ember bats. There's some stuff in the middle there. It's like a, it's like a sun, maybe. Do, do they a have sun? a sun? It's really it's no. I don't know. I, I I I can't tell from here. All I see is just flames darting around over there in the distance. I don't. I don't suppose you've ever seen or, or heard of rather a uh, a fire. I'm sorry, the the, the spirit uh, communing with the creatures of the Scorch Grove. Have you? Uh, fire communing? Fire is is a non sentient thing, as far well, as I, mean, I knew I mean before. Those spirits. Oh, Wh- oh, whatever. I just dealt with. Uh, I'm just forgetting the name of it right now. Oh, no. The specter, uh, the fire specter. Is it possible that there's a fire specter with him, and it's searching his, for something? His eyes widen. He goes, uh, "Maybe. I, I've, I've never heard of such a thing." Just, I don't know if they're behaving unusually. Maybe they're being willed to do so. Then we should. Oh, I'm going to regret saying this. We should find out. I'm, I'm sorry. The last time we tried to find anything else out about the fire bats, they chased us for like a mile. So. Yeah, but you're the heroes. You're supposed to. This is the reason you're here, right? Just rain on them, right? Hey, Eli, just put some rain on them. Just do that. Eli, you are refreshed because it has been over a night. And so you guys have all of your spells and your health and your everything again. Oh, thank you. It uh, is a fresh day. Uh, hmm. Would you say that I could fit them into a uh, 30-foot cube? cube? 30-foot cube. Oh, how about how about this? How about we do this? Uh, Let's drag you to a map. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Don't love that. Super <laughs> casual. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. Cash, Chat, cash I will map. fix the map oh, for you. Oh, that is a large bat. It is a swarm. It is yeah, just a big old yeah, bat right. face, but it is a swarm. Yeah, don't love it. Uh, well, let's take a look and see. Uh, let's, let's, how, how is the square thing? How do you do the square thing? Uh, you can draw a square if you would like. I thought there was a measurement square thing. Uh, no, I, th- I believe this. the line is the only thing that you can, can oh, do with measuring. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. A 15-foot cube, you say? Hmm. Easy. He's easy, he look says. That, easy, that. he it says. Looks like a thirty-foot cube right there. Hmm. Mm, indeed, indeed, indeed. What's the cast range on that? Thirty feet. Oh. Interesting. 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 Don't say this. Don't say. What is the fly speed on this, you piece of shit? <laughs> Don't say these things. <laughs> <laughs> Chat just mentioned it's just one big bat just swooping towards you guys. It's just one big ah! silly bat. <laughs> oh god, it's all on fire and shit. That's called a dragon. 
Yeah. He's a fuzzy dragon. He's a fu- he's a fuzzy dragon with an upturned nose. All right, that's all he is. I mean, if you, you want me to give him fire breath, I can. When I'm drinking. <laughs> you monster. So, party, what would you like to do? Uh, and this is a tree right next to us where, like, Lucky's 100% climbing tree for vantage point. Yeah, yeah, you're on, like, the edge of the scorched land now, so it's, uh, you can, absolutely. You want to climb up that bad boy? Yeah, I won't be able to see if someone's coming to us. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, so right now, it doesn't seem that they've, the group has noticed you. They seem to be swarming around this thing. So you get up onto the tree. So go ahead and move your token up onto the tree. Yep. You do your like standing jump or whatever. You whoop, and you're just yeah. up on top of the tree now. Um, 30 feet. This is people like 40, 20. Yeah, what is this? What is this? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Tree. I'm just, I'm here. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't put Tever on the map, by the way. He's just not there. Uh, you can see from here that there's this glowing ball of like molten orange energy it's it's small it's like a foot across it shines like a miniature sun you have trouble looking at it that's a lot of fire that's a lot of direct fire yeah it's like freaking out like I can't see anything my eyes are burning Yeah, your mask got unlucky. Begrudgingly, Lucky is put on his lacy mat, just letting you know. It's like, yes, I'm yeah, got sure, it sure. on. <laughs> yeah, Lucky's muffled voice reaches down from the top of the tree. Okay. Um, what's the plan here? I mean, does Lucky see any point of getting around him? Or getting around this you large could. light source? You, I mean, you can take a detour. It has not noticed you yet. Could it potentially notice you? Yes. You got close enough to, to figure out what's going on here. So it's potentially the, the swarm could figure it out. Yeah, Lucky's definitely relaying information about what he sees. And he's mm -hmm. like, this is massive, guys. We can go this way around northeast. And we can duck around this way. But I... Uh, Tever's like, look, look where we are. And he like turns around and he points at all of the green behind you. And then he turns around and he points at that. It's right here. Burn down the rest of the forest in the area. He's going to look at Eli. Do we avoid it or do we, what do you want to do? I, we've got to lure it away from from the forest. I mean, this thing is making a beeline for the woods. How you wonder that? Oh well, I don't rightly know, but he's right. If left unchecked, this might be a problem, and. I don't know. We gotta figure out what the hell is wrong with these things. I, uh, if 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 I can, I would like to 
detect magic. Is that right? Yeah. You're gonna do. You're gonna do it. Yeah. How long does it take to cast? One action. Okay. And I can sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me, so I'm gonna try and get closer. Do you want to do this as stealthfully as possible? I would love to do that. Roll me a stealth check, please. Sure. My rolls have been great. This They've been wonderful today. Well. Yes, but now it matters. Th yeah. That's a five. Eli, you make your way closer to the Ember Bat Swarm. As you approach closer to it, you can see you're now, you're having to cover your eyes from the brightness that is emitting from within the swarm. And you note now that like there are hundreds of these bats swarming around whatever this orb is. And in you having to shield your eyes from it, you on a charred piece of wood. And the swarm notices you. But sadly, I think we're gonna have to do that next time we pick up Diefall Alderheart uh, next week. I guess we'll have to see what happens with the giant swarm and the tiny little sun that is blinding our friends within in the middle of it. Uh, so thank you everyone for joining us this evening. I super duper appreciate it. I'm sure this will end wonderfully. Again, that is next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be here right at the beginning because otherwise you might miss it. Thanks for playing tonight, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. That's good. Yeah, That's good. Thanks. I finally got you out of the city. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh. I thought I was gonna have to like blow it up and then it just didn't exist anymore. I like so, how like Lucky was like, is there somebody who needs any adventure outside these doors? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> like immediately was like, who needs adventure? <laughs> yeah. I need to get on the road. Exactly. Lucky's like a caged animal. Just like, I will bite the next person who does not so, let me out of the city. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I, I could have stolen food for everyone and instead I set up a food recycling system. What is happening to me? Who am I anymore? You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. You had to get out of the, you had to get out of the city. Had to get out on the road. Mm. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, Rob, I need you to cleanse your internet dice before you you we we start next week because uh we're at the Scorched Grove, everyone, and we're going to find out what's happening inside of it. Maybe we find the origin of all of the trouble that's been happening around Alderheart. Maybe. We'll find out. Let's do some shout-outs, shall we? Uh, yeah, Malaveth, where can the people find yeah. you at? Yeah, I don't know. The internet, I guess. I'm Malaveth. I'm on the internet. I stream three days a week on Twitch, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and also I'm on Twitter. I post art stuff. I draw a lot of art stuff. It's been a lot of Buff Orc Ladies lately, which is fun, and I like doing that. Buff Orc Ladies are great. Drawing stuff. You know, a bunch of stuff. Not dying. The Buff Orc Lady is now a print, by the way, yes. chat, so you should go get yourself a nice orc girlfriend because she's hot. Up on imprint. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes. Um... 
Thank you, Malaveth. I appreciate that. Roberto! Where can the people find you at when you're not dying to a giant ember In bat? hell. In actual oh. hell. I've prepared oh. a poem for everybody. <laughs> yes. 13, 4, 13, 6, 5, 5. No, it's not my social security number. It's the fucking dice rolls. I didn't roll above a 13 all session because it's lucky number 13 here at Die Fall. Oh, that's Our right. Hi. That's... Hello. I'm Rob or bonus stage Rob or fucking dead. Who's to say? You can find me in a couple <laughs> different places on the internet where I'm not losing my shit. Uh, it is twitch.tv slash the Monty Hall uh, at 9 p.m. on uh, uh, Eastern on Wednesdays, where I play Tog Ironpick, a dwarven barbarian. I mean, gentleman, not barbarian. That's barbaric. Um, and at twitch.tv slash game nights, that's game with two G's and a K in nights, uh, where I play Travis Kelly, the crooked. Well, his class might be changing soon because that's just how the apocalypse system works, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, that's at 4 p.m. Eastern every other Sunday. So not this Sunday, but the next. Uh, that's a fun time. That's a cool time. And guess what? In both of those games, I'm not fucking going to die to a cloud of bats! <laughs> hey, Rob. Probably. Thank you very much for, for playing this evening. I Welcome. appreciate that. Thank I you. Thank you. I need my last haul. Lady May, where can we find you at? Well, most often you can find me here, Plandagonet, on Thursdays. 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, otherwise, uh, I'm usually hanging out on the internet. Um, the Lady May, find me there on Twitter and Instagram, and you know, maybe one day Twitch again, hopefully. But uh, yeah, been uh, posting pictures of my cats, some Animal Crossing stuff here and there, and uh, yeah. That's it for Thank me. you, May. It was wonderful. I always love having Dagonet here. Thank you. Simply Jackson, where can the people find you at? Hi! Uh, I am Simply Jackson, or Simply Jackson, Jinx, Jin, Jinxon, or whatever variation of the name people want to call me. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Simply Jackson without an underscore, or on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore Jackson. Um, I am actually uh, offering one spot for left right now out of five for Animal Crossing Character Commissions. If you want to go check that out, it's on my Twitter. Um, but yeah, I make art and I play games. And I like D&D, except for when it makes me sweat a little because <laughs> I have to play out of my nature to play characters that I create for my own problems. So here we, we all are, friends. <laughs> Leslie, we all love it, and I appreciate you putting the effort in. Thank like, you very, I, very I much. I literally, like, rub holes in my knees. I do this the whole time. Like, if you go back and watch all the clips, anytime there's, like, a moment where I have to, like, talk somebody into something or, like, make some seedy choice, I'm just rubbing, like, the knees of my pants because I'm terrified. Like, I, I'm not that person, man. <laughs> I love it. Thank you very much, Leslie. I appreciate it. Um... Hi, I'm Runaway Robot. This is my channel, so you probably figured that part out 
already am a variety streamer here on Twitch, as well as we do some of the Dungeons & Dragons stuff. Right now we're playing a Humblewood game, which is this one at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays. If you want to get caught up on all the jazz, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash runawayrobot. If you want to do the podcast stuff, that's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, at Diefall. If you want to support us on Patreon, that's Diefall. That's patreon.com slash Diefall. And I'm just going to put all the links in here because I don't really like talking about myself that much. And we're just going to wrap this bad boy up. And we'll see you next week. I don't know what's Rob, what Rob's doing, but goodbye.